You are now entering the Thick Goddess Energy Morning Show. Building didn't let my fears kill me. Transmuting my pain in the cleanse in the rain. Found out I was working and I conquered my demons. I accepted my purpose and the goddess I became. Good morning, good morning, good morning. It's your thick goddess energy morning show, and I'm your host, Ariana a.k.a. Divine Moon Goddess in the building. I got a beautiful guest this morning, a QHHT specialist, past life regression, soul speak, Amanda Mahoja. And I think I'm saying that right, but I'm probably fucking it up. Hopefully I'm not. Um, and we're going to get into it about past life, how your body speaks to you. Um, just so many things. I can't even wait to get into this interview. So, um, again, today's episode, today's show is brought to you by infinitely twisted plush. Make sure you go on over to infinitelytwisted.com and get your plushes. Now it's coming into that cold season. You don't want to miss those beautiful, 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 fluffy, fluffy, flushy, flushy, <laughs> plushes, blankets. Hello. There's even the divine moon goddess uh, collection over there. So make sure you go, go on over there and check those out and let's get into it. Good. All right. So we're just going to go ahead and jump in. Um, I have special guests with me, Amanda, who is a QHHT specialist, and we'll get a little bit into that. I do want you, before we jump into it, is to tell everyone kind of uh, about yourself. What do you do? What does that mean? Because a lot of people are like, what the hell does that mean? Mm -hmm. Oh, well, QHHT stands for Quantum Healing Hypnosis Technique. Um, but when you hear us talk about QHHT, you might hear quantum healing hypnosis and past life regression technique. So, um, and which is uh, by Dolores Cannon, and subsequently now her daughter Julia Cannon has taken over since she had passed years, you know, a few years ago. And so, um, QHHT is the abbreviation that you'll see, um, or Dolores Cannon. Um, and you can find her all over Facebook, YouTube, um, of course, her site. I'll make sure to give everybody, you know, information later on about where you can find out, you know, about the school and, um, you know, all of her books and a lot of her works because, you know, she is an amazingly bright woman who, you know, very articulate and a wonderful author who has contributed much to the uh, metaphysical community, the psychic community, um, you know, the, the, ETs, you know, all sorts of the unexplained and all, you know, unknown is what she has helped contribute to, to, you know, over the past 30, 40 years. And so little spew about Dolores there and everything with QHHT. Um, So QHHT is what we do is we put you into the deepest level of trance possible and we go and explore past lives that are relevant to the issues that we are having today our higher self we go and speak to the higher self as well to get answers for any issues that we are having in our life today and those can be you know spiritual emotional physical um you know real issues that you have you know with health or um uh 
lot, you know, I do a lot of counseling basically with people who have um, issues with husbands, wives, their children, you know, those types of things. And then of course we definitely do get the ones with, you know, the health issues and concerns. So we definitely get a lot of those. And so we talk to the person and by going into this deep state of hypnosis that we work in, which we call the synambulistic or theta brainwave, um, we are able to access their higher self and then we can get the answers to those issues. And once we have the issues, we can then get some instantaneous healing if it's appropriate for the person, or at least we get the understanding of what is the lesson and the purpose behind having this health issue or this issue with this person or uh, a phobia or, you know, it's, it's all round care. We can apply it to anything going on in your life. Right, right. I love that part about it. That's mm-hmm. like one of the things that have always intrigued me, especially learning because everyone kind of hears past life regression and we kind of know about that, but no one really gets or hears. And I think it's getting bigger now, the metaphysical healing side of it, where mm-hmm. you start looking at the physical aspects and how it intertwines with your traumas and your past life and all of these un- uncovered things that you might not even know correlate together, right? Right. And we bring a lot of people, if you're having the same thing happening over and over in your life again, just insert different characters, mm-hmm. you know, but it's like kind of the same circumstances, you can best believe that you have not learned that lesson yet. And another character has come into your play to help you learn that lesson. So, but chances are you probably didn't learn it in a past life either. So it's a residue coming through of a lesson that you have to learn. Or there are certain health aspects um, that come through from a past life residue, you know, and there's a lesson and a reason and a purpose or maybe paying back some karma Mm. that you have to deal with in this life. And by having a QHHT session, we can get down to exactly what the reason why you chose to have that in this lifetime. Is it a past, you know, is it residue from a past life? Is it a lesson that you haven't learned yet? You know, or are you here to be an example? You know, we we don't know that until we get you into, you know, into a session and into that level of trance. Right, right. So what brought you to being a healer? Because there's always this fascinating kind of story that brought you to where you're at. (laughs) Um, I think us um, who know have have known since we were young. Mm. And um, I had a really interesting journey that brought me to where I am today. Um, one day I always thought I said I'd write a book because it's just crazy, (laughs) you know, but, um, you know, going through as a kid, um, knowing that you had certain things that you could see or do, but you know, like you don't tell anybody, it's kind of crazy, you know? So those, um, those things just go off and, you know, until you're older. And then I started, um, I met my uh, first husband's mother first before I met my husband and she was a midwife. And I was young, yeah, I was just, you know, 20 years old. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. I was going to school to be nursing. I met her in home nursing and hospice when I was working there. And she goes, well, you should have another baby. I go, well, I need a husband first. She goes, well, I got a son. (laughs) And I said, well, you know, I'd like to learn, you know, midwifery and everything too. And she took me under her wing and I started apprenticing with her, you know, to be a midwife at, you know, just 20 years old. 
And she showed me how to use your intuition and your gut. And I think that's the real first step in like, you know, becoming a light worker and in healing is, is knowing what that intuition actually is and what that gut is, you right. know, and where it comes from and how to develop that skill. Because I think that's a skill that we can easily show people that you've already been using that higher self power. Right. Right. You know, so she was the first one who taught me that. And so that really started to just ease me into that door of that. And I started doing tarot. Um, uh, I'm, I'm no means any good at it, but it's just fun. <laughs> and, and developing those things. Um, and then just being a midwife over the years and, develop, and, and, and being to so many births. And it's like you put your hands on this belly and there's this baby in there and they talk to you. You can, you can, you can, he you can hear them. Like I see your mind's eye. So I say like your third eye, like you can just, you just feel them and you know that they're okay. You know that they're healthy and growing. You know, they talk to you in that sense. And, you know, over the years you got less embarrassed about that feeling and you would, you know, tell, you know, tell a, tell a mom, oh, he's happy in there. Don't worry. You know, doing just fine. And they, you know, they're like, okay, that's good. And they just, they had this sense of believing you, which I thought was great because like I could just feel baby in there and knowing when, when labor would come and birth would come and you would just get this sense, man, I need to be on my toes for this one. Something, mm. you know, something tells me I need to be ready. I need to have everything. I mean, not like you don't have everything ready at a birth, right? You know, don't right. get me wrong. <laughs> But you know, extra spidey sense out. Like really something's telling you, you need to pay attention. So just developing, you know, that over the last 19 years, I had a family tragedy where um, my children's father had died. And I had just been looking for answers and answers because, you know, we had a 10 year marriage and a whole roller coaster of all sorts of emotions and fun stuff, you know. Right. We've all had we've all had those marriages or relationships that right. you know, that, that make and break us. And um, I remember going to a energy or a light worker group on Facebook. And then I was like, hey, you know, I just need some help. I don't know what's going on. I don't know why this happened, you know, but I am just left with a ton of questions. And somebody posted Dolores Cannon's YouTube video of Between Life and Death. Mm. And that is what started the whole roller coaster. I was obsessed. And, um, you know, it, it, you know, you know, when you really want information, when you are hungry for something, you go for it. Like, I need to know everything. I need to learn everything. You know, my analytical mind is like going metaphysics, what? You know, like, I'm sitting here going, what? Okay, like I'm crazy hippy dippy out there, you know, most, you know, more than, you know, I'm a home birthing hippie mama, you know, whoa, I'm like, cool, like this, like Dolores said, bent my mind like a pretzel and I couldn't get enough of it. Mm. And so months later, here I am taking her level one course. 
right. you know, becoming certified, you know, about eight months after, um, you know, after we had this family tragedy, I changed my whole entire life. I moved 1200 miles. I, you know, got into a new relationship. I got married. I changed life. Right. And all because of this. And it was just crazy. And so now I'm a level two practitioner. I went and uh, after a year of being a level one um, QHHD practitioner, you know, we have certain things that we have to meet. And I uh, became level two and that's been real fun. So, um, and then just did Soul Speak, which is Julia Cannon's right. um, uh, course there. And uh, yeah, so it's it, coming to like seeing, oh, you got the book? Oh yes. Yes, I got the book after after talking to you and just yeah. uh it just made me, you know, this stuff, I love this stuff. So it just made me think about a lot of things. And it's crazy because reading a part of it, I was reading with my daughter and um you know, the, the part of like aches and pains and some things like uh, joint, especially joints and stuff. Like, and I remember thinking like, I always used to have like this knee pain and right. I got an x-ray before, nothing ever came on the x-ray. There was nothing ever wrong. And then, you know, it talks about not being flexible, not, you know, right. and I was like, holy shit, like this is real. Like it is real. And I was like, oh man. And I had to think about it. Like, this is so true. And when you look at a lot of the ailments in parts of my lives, I see why I had certain things. And I'm like, mm-hmm. wow, it it does go together. And so it was mind blowing me and my daughter were reading it. And um, I haven't got through all of it. Kind of was just in the cheat sheet in the back, but. Right, so. it's a lot of information to process. Yes, yes. I mean, it's easily, it's easily readable in the book. Yeah. Oh, excuse me, and easy to understand, but the book is a lot of information. Yeah. And um, so after having our session, how did you feel, um, you know, the days afterwards and everything like that? I know that we had communicated a little bit, but were you still continuing to get information coming through a few days after our session? I think I have. I mean, I always am, but I think I think I definitely have. Um, uh-huh. I feel like that session for me was huge because, of course, it was with a uh, big part of it was with my 15 year old. And that's been yeah. one of the hardest uh places to heal that's been one of the hardest uh spots for me to heal it's been the most tragedy tragedy uh for me in this life so i'm still working with her you know but a lot better that was Mm -hmm. much needed um just to kind of sit and watch her and be um kind of just holding that space with her um but I, you know, it just gives you more understanding, right, of where you're at and what's needed. And then you get to that point of, of having to make the decisions to, to keep moving forward or allow yourself to, to get stagnant. So that's kind of where I've been after. You have the knowing, you know what's coming up for you. Now it's about make truly stepping past any fears, truly getting all yourselves to work together because mm-hmm. I feel like that's a lot of the self-sabotage is because we're not working together within. We're, we're definitely not. We're kind of hitting each other. So I feel like for me, I've had a lot of different downloads and just kind of understanding and it's given me a lot more to just process and, and be like, okay, okay, I get more now. I understand more. 
I need to be a little bit more patient with with myself. Yeah, yeah. And and what I love um, about the book, and as you thumb through it, um, you know, it's not a book. I think that's meant to actually be read cover to cover. I think right, right, right. I think it's like you get the notion of like you know they put it in your head that I need to look here, here, and here. I think for right. somebody who's just buying the book and you know right. maybe doesn't have a lot of knowledge about Julia or Dolores. Right. So they're just getting the book and they're just kind of, they think that they're just wandering through picking up, oh, this looks interesting. No, when it's really their higher self going here, look here. Right, you know? right. And then when you start reading it and getting more familiar with it, and like um, as I'm going back to what um, Julia says, is that people become transparent completely. You have your friend over here or some stranger who just walks up to you and tells you, you know, I got a bad bum leg or my heart or whatever. And you just go, oh man, you know, you, they, they start telling you their life story without them even having to tell you. Right, right, you, right. And so, I mean, they just come completely transparent because these things apply pretty much to everybody. It and does. then and then me when I go and see it, you know, and I see that and people start telling me, I'm like, man, I'd like to have you in a session to see, you know, what what is the reason? What's right. the lesson and the purpose behind this for you so that we can help you? Right. I think too, um, because of what I do, the biggest, biggest, uh, I would say some of the biggest things that come up are physical ailments mm-hmm. because people are mentally <coughs> drained. And yes. I know even for myself, parts of this healing gets very heavy in energy. Energetically, I feel done sometimes with the healing mm-hmm. process. I'm just like, okay, this is got me in a state where I just want to be done with it because it's just so exhausting at some point. Right. Right. That's one of the biggest things that people don't put together is that physical part and spiritual like I don't I think our mindsets of what spirituality is doesn't really match and when you get into the metaphysical part what I love is it really puts it all into perspective absolutely how that energy is attached to physical body and how that plays out and so that's I love about it. That's what I've really um, just been caught to it and bring. And most people are so stuck with a lot of ailments and and things. And the, of course, the doctor says this, and they're going with the doctor says, and they're taking their medications. And it's like, but you know, if you looked further into this, you could probably cure this. You know, it might be something that you can cure and be done with, and not have to suffer from this. You know, right? And and Dolores says. You know, when you go to the doctor and everything like that, they're just, they're not asking you, how's your marriage or how's life going at home? Or they may, they're like, are you under stress? Okay, we're all under stress. Okay, life life is stress. Right. But, you know, if they're your care provider, shouldn't they know more than just your physical, um, you know, your physical issues, you know, your blood pressure and everything like that? That just says one thing. Right. You know, what about, you know, you know, my, my spouse is, you know, he's been really crabby lately or, you know, whatever. My kids are really giving me a hard time. What if they just took that extra couple of minutes to listen to you right. and, and not try to force a, a pharmaceutical or anything, but just get to right. know you as a person in your life. Right. You know, leaving that, leaving that, you know, room, maybe you would feel a little lighter instead of a little heavier thinking that something else is going to be wrong right. with you. 
that's a lot of people who go through being misdiagnosed and be and they're so frustrated i was one of them we kind of talked about that yeah yeah so misdiagnosed and i used to be so frustrated in tears coming out of the doctor's office because they would not know oh your blood works fine (laughs) you know you're good, Mm -hmm. you're healthy, you know, go do this, go diet, go do this. And it was so frustrating not to have someone to truly understand and they they couldn't. And I tell people this all the time, Western medicine is just created to um, treat symptoms. They're not there to get to your core issues. That's where you gotta go into the metaphysical part of it. That's where you gotta push there. That's gonna get to your core issues. Western medicine is gonna gonna treat your symptoms, manage your symptoms, and they're doing what they were trained to do. Mm-hmm. No shade on them. They're they're doing what they're trained to do, but it's not gonna get to those core issues. No, not at all. And I definitely find that by the time people come to me and they have a session, um, these issues have manifested into their lives into so many areas right. that it, it blows my mind that people have hurt for so long before seeking help and 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 that you know some people you know even as Dolores had said like you know he she had some people who well if I didn't see if I saw you today and it didn't work I was you know going to take my life right and I'm like you know to to have a soul bear that you know in front of you is this is just like mm-hmm. you you can't help but have so much empathy for them and you just want to sit and hear their story right and i think that you know when we hear when we get into these emotions we forgot that we can make ourselves sick with them yeah you know but if we're powerful enough to make ourselves sick with our emotions what's the polar opposite of that making right. ourselves healthy with our emotions right <laughs> So it can go both ways. What experience do you want to have? If there's no right or wrong, you know, if we're just here to have experience and learn lessons and emotions, as we have, as we have, you know, found out in our QHHT sessions, then what experience are you going to choose? How are you going to do it? If there's no right or wrong and you have many paths to choose from, you have free will. Right. You know, what are you, what are you going to learn from any path that you choose? And those emotions are definitely indicators of our health. And that's the only way that our higher self can actually get a hold of us and tell us something's going on and address that. Right. What's the greatest way to get our attention? Let's have some pain or some sickness. Right. <laughs> so, you know, that's got your attention. Hey, if it was going all great and dandy, you wouldn't be asking any questions about your life path, your purpose, raising your vibration, anything like that. Right. So every single ache and pain, message, disease, accident, if there is ever such a thing, is a, is a message from our higher self, you know, for a lesson and a purpose. And, you know, it's up to us to figure that out. Right. Yeah, and you know, and sickness and like things like cancer are just those things being left to fester and get angry and angry and angry because cancer is just anger turned inward, you know, manifested inward. Extreme anger. And the location of that cancer will give you another um, indicator of the reason why it's there. So that's why the Soul Speak book is is really good. You can kind of trace all your elements back to like, oh, 
Yeah, it's that fear again. Right. Because you know, really all emotions that we call negative emotions, which mm -hmm. I like to use as, as teaching emotions, are all rooted in fear. Right. So what are we so fearful about? What are we so scared about that we're making ourselves sick? You know, what right. are we hold, held in so much? You know, right. so when so when people tell me, you know, I've got, you know, a stomach ulcer, you know, what's the first thing that comes to mind? You know, like what's what's eating you? Mm. What what type of angry issue is eating, you know, because an ulcer is red and inflamed, you know, when you right. think red and inflamed, what emotion comes to, to mind for you? Right. Yeah. Anger. Yeah. I'm like, angry at something, you know. Right. Think, think of your body, itis. You know, itis means inflammation in the body, right? Mm -hmm. So inflammation is anger, itis anger, the location of it in your body. Uh, let's just say you've got arthritis in that hand. You know, there's I'll give you an example for me when I was mm -hmm. working, um, cause I've been working for myself for two years now. But when I was at work and I had took a desk job, which all of my life, I've never really had a desk job. I've always been on my feet. And I took a desk job and I was in the office and I hated it. I mm -hmm. hated it. My legs started to swell to where I had to buy. Um, and at that time I was not into anything spiritual. I was buying the compression stocking, mm -hmm. all of that stuff because my legs were swelling, swelling, swelling. And then I came over to this seat where I'm doing what I love and then my legs stopped swelling. And and it was like, but I'm sitting at a desk for hours and hours, actually more hours at this desk. Right. And my legs aren't swelling. Hmm. Interesting. You know what I mean? And switching over. And it's like a lot of times you're not realizing that again, what's going on. You know, yeah. you're just like, okay, well, I got to get up and move and I got to get this. And it's like, no, I actually was so angry because I did not like being in that desk. And my legs were like, hello, we need to get out of here. <laughs> we yeah. Should, we need well, to yeah, because your legs, you know, when you think of your feet and your ankles, your knees, your legs, you know, what do they do for you? Mm -hmm. They move, they, they move you, they move your physical body. Right. So you can rest assured that anything in this region, you know, going on is that you are not on your right path. Right. right. You know, because how, how can you walk on your right path if your legs aren't working? Right. And I wish, not I wish, because, you know, we, I guess we come out around this information uh, when we come around it, but just knowing that, and I don't have that issue at all, you know, doing what I do now. And it's because I'm doing, great? I'm doing so much of what I love. Not that there aren't parts that I don't like, of course, mm -hmm. <laughs> but for the most part, I'm not just hating what I do. And right. so I, I, that's why I believe in it, because when you look, when I look back at even all the ailments that I've had in my life, a lot of them went back to trauma in the uterus, you know, problems mm -hmm. with my hormones, uterus and all that. Well, it goes back to losing the child, you know, losing my first child, all of that trauma, it goes right back to that one time and place in my life. So when I'm looking at stuff, I'm like, you can definitely um, match it with these points in your life. And then as you heal, of course, you can work through it. Um, but I feel that's one of my jobs now is like getting this information out, having yeah. these podcasts, getting this out to people so that they know that there's options. You don't have to just sit and be ill and sick. Like people used to be crazy, like thinking, well, not crazy, thinking I'm crazy because during COVID I was like, 
I was like, just look at it as, um, you know, your body is, is, is getting the toxins out. You need to get some toxins out. Cause anytime I have a sniffle or something, I know it's related to something, something my body is cleansing out. And I look at where it's at. It's normally up here, the nose, mm-hmm. the ear, nose and throat. <laughs> That's my normal section. Yeah. Um, I have that right now going on actually. And I can definitely tell you, I know the reason. <laughs> so I'm in, and, and some people would get mad at me because it's like, no, people are dying and my family's dying. And I'm like, I'm not taking away that you've lost family from no. this illness. I'm not, there's a whole other back of why that happened and you mm-hmm. probably aren't going to believe it if I said right oh no no they won't but um, I'm not going to start becoming fearful of things that I don't believe in and I've always been someone who does not believe in viruses like that I've never been a person who's jumped on the train of actually believing this crap mm-hmm. so I know to the core of me that I do believe it manifests inside. I feel like we have all of these antibodies. I told this other person, I said, you know what struck me years ago? I remember getting a test, like you get your STD panel, and I remember having an AIDS test. And I remember Mm -hmm. looking at the results and it said non-reactive. And I was like, interesting that it would not just say negative or positive. Why does it say non-reactive? Yeah. That mean, to me, it's like, we already got this shit in us. And that's years before I got into this metaphysical. It was just kind of like, wait a minute. It doesn't sound right to say non-reactive or reactive if, if this is something that we catch. Right. Oh, good point. You know, that is a really, really good point. I never thought of that. I don't think we realize that on these tests. I don't think we're looking at that. We're just like, okay, I don't have it. We're good. And it's just like, but it stuck with me. It stuck mm-hmm. with me for years. And so coming into learning about the metaphysical stuff, I was like, oh, shit. I remember that. I remember seeing that on the test results. Like, wait a minute. Why does it say that? If we don't have it in our body, why does it say that? You know, you're interested. All of these these diseases, herpes, all of them. Most of them say reactive or non-reactive. They don't say negative or positive. So unless they've changed the test, but at one point it was, it was, it was saying that. And so that kind of stuck with me and reading through this, um, I came across a guy actually where they actually have been uh, having people go on plant-based diets and they Mm -hmm. actually have studies of curing people, diabetes and all of these things from just changing the way you eat, changing the way you see things, change the way you're mindset that you can cure your own diseases and it's like this is a real thing you guys why aren't more of us jumping on this i think you and i know the reason why well you know i don't know how censored your channel is or if you will say not yet okay because that's why i've been very um it's not yet so we can say whatever okay okay good because i was i was trying to be all correct <laughs> i'm not big enough yet once we get big they might try to start censoring me i'm not big enough yet so we um, basically can say anything you know i've been on the the crunchy mama holistic train yeah. uh, since my home birth my first home birth at you know 21 and becoming a midwife um all of i have nine children um eight of them i didn't know was my first one Eight of them have what I call intact immune systems, so they are unvaccinated. And all eight of them have never been on antibiotics for sickness. Um, we also don't do traditional. Things. Oh, there we go. <laughs> um, you know, I do my, you know, my babies, you know, we have, this is mayhem here. 
Um, you know, I do all of their, you know, checkups on a growth chart and stuff like that. Uh, we only go see a doctor if something's broken, bleeding, or, you know, something like that. Right. You know, a doctor mom it is. And all of my children are, are impeccably healthy. I'm with no learning no learning issues, no cognitive issues, no allergies, no, um, they're, they're normal. I, what I call normal and the people in my community call their children normal. Right. Um, cause everybody in different sects of communities have their different normal. So for, you know, my community, these are our normal children that we see all the time. Right. Um, you know, but to go and have to um, explain what you do to somebody else, um, they look at you like you've got like four heads. Like what? You don't do this. You right. don't do that. What do you mean? How do you? You kids go to school. Do you have a TV? <laughs> right, right. You know, and and so um, bringing, you know, coming into this and, you know, knowing what you know now, you know, and coming into metaphysics, knowing, well, we've got the future of healing here. Some doctors are starting to acknowledge it. Right. You know, they're trying to keep those ones quieter. But those are the ones who are still getting published and still getting work out there. Right. You know, you know, showing that hypnosis and energy work and all of these things are the future of healing and doctors will be kept for, you know, emergencies. Right. Right. So that's, um, you know, that's, that's, you know, just really interesting, you know, you know, train of thought. Um, was looking yeah. at my baby and got completely sidetracked. <laughs> no, I, I agree. You know, there's a lot. And I will say that I always say it's a lack of education. It's a lack yeah. of education in society. Society, we're programmed to believe this. And so that is all we know. And generation after generation, we kind of teach the same shit until somebody breaks off like, wait a minute, I don't really feel like this is right. You know what I mean? Until someone in, in the family or something breaks off and says, wait a minute, let's look at things differently because I've, I've had family kind of um, especially with the the COVID shit and, and just talking to them and it's very real to a lot of people and I'm like it's not that it's not real you just got to see it differently you it's not part of my world I'm not creating it as now this is my life and now I have to be fearful of COVID you know what I mean mm-hmm. like and I would Absolutely. tell people that you have that power to say yes it's here it's around and I traveled during COVID. I was not at home. I was like traveling around the country. I was at many gas stations touching many pumps and I never got sick. And it's because I didn't have the mindset like, oh my God, I got to run from people. I really, me, my daughter and my grandsons, and we weren't the people to wear masks. If you said I needed a mask, I'll put on the mask. But if, if you guys aren't asking for a mask, I didn't have a mask on. Yeah, we didn't do that either. We lived normal life. And I I thought it was really important for other people in the community to see that if you just go on living your life, you know, you you will be okay. And, you know, we didn't do any. I can't believe people locked themselves down in a house. Um, I mean, no offense to anybody who did it. You know, it just blows my personal mind. Sophia. Um, (laughs) The fear, exactly. To be so to be so fear driven. Right. Um, was really hard for me. It was really hard for me to see people be so scared. Like, but they're creating that themselves to learn something. Yeah. And so now when you look at them and you're like, I wonder why you're so scared. What's up? 
<laughs> and, and, right. And people will talk about it like it's, um, oh, the government this and the thing. And, you know, they're going to the conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm. And I always tell everyone, despite what you think about the conspiracy theories, if you don't look at it from the spiritual sense, everybody's been screaming for years of how overworked they are, how they don't see their families. They can't spend time with their kids. This shit comes and shuts everything down. Most people were sitting at home collecting a check. Most people were not broke. Most people were collecting some type of check. Some people, not all. I know there were some shit where some people kind of had some shit going on. Right. A lot of people were getting pretty good unemployment checks. Mm -hmm. Way more than the average of what they would have got before, right? And you're sitting at home and I was seeing families riding bikes in the daytime and going to the park and doing stuff like that, walking their dog. Shit that you never have time for. And people had to sit in the life that they created, which wasn't a good thing because people Mm -hmm. had to make these fantasy worlds of unhappiness. Then they had to sit in it and engulf themselves in, in the reality of this is my shitty ass life. This is the fucking person I chose and I can't stand this person. You know, yeah. Life. This is the life I live, and I think people miss that point of it—that you had to sit and look at your life and really take stock of what you have created. You know, mm-hmm. your your own things that you can't stand, but you made this life, and now you're driving yourself crazy in it. Mm-hmm. But you're not spending any time in it, right? <laughs> you're so busy doing everything else. You know, work. whatever extracurricular activities with children you know yep absolutely you don't realize the world that you have that is your nuclear world you're so used to everything else right and i you know everybody was saying that you know domestic violences went up you know child abuse went up you know all of these you know all of these things you know went up during you know lockdown and pandemic Right. And and now, you know, they're trying to get children back on with school, they said, you know, that they're behind. Right. Um, and now my question is, is, well, are they really behind or do I'm they really say that. Are they really behind? <laughs> are they really behind? Because I don't know if they truly learn in public school. That's that's my other issue with public and, school. Yeah, no, exactly. So I'm like, you know, couldn't they just have a little bit more? Um, they call it playtime. But I call it learning is when you're playing, right? You know, right, especially right, children right. in elementary, you know, in elementary right. school age, um, you know, they learn through play. Right. So, you know, could we just do a little bit more of that? Right. Right. I, I truly am not someone who believes in the school systems at all. You know, I was yeah. not a child who did good in it because I was not. Um, I was a very feely, hands-on kid, and mm-hmm. um, so just sitting still wasn't my forte. That wasn't something. So I always got in trouble, talked too much, or I was all, you know, couldn't sit still, or I was in dreamland. If I had to sit still too long, my brain was already gone. You lost me in like the first 10 seconds if you were not talking. You're, you're in trance already. Like, I you was, know, man, you're gone. <laughs> I can't even tell you half the shit that happened in class because my ass was gone somewhere else, you know? Mm-hmm. And I know my mom used to be very frustrated with me about that. Like, what the hell? Like, can't you learn? And it's just like, yeah. You know, if you stimulated me to learn something, maybe. See, I know that now, you know, as who I am now, Mm -hmm. but you know, that whole society thing of getting you, I feel like those schools just make your child basically into this robot to sit, to listen, to take orders. You're not allowing your child to be free in public school. It's, it's basically a daycare for your children of all ages. They're producing workers. Yeah. 
Yeah. And, and, and not free thinkers. Yeah. My, I, um, I, commend, yeah. I, I keep saying I commend my daughter because she chose to homeschool her mm-hmm. boys this year. And last year we, we kept having issues where one of the teachers called my daughter and she says, um, she says, um, can you tell your son to stop finishing his work too soon? And my daughter goes, is, is it, is it right or wrong? Well, no, it's correct, but he's finishing before the class. And she's like, well, what's the problem with that? Well, that, that sets the tone for the other kids and makes them feel a certain way. And she's like, wait, what? So you mean I have to tell my son to stop doing his work, even though he's doing it correctly, just so he could be as slow as a class? What the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, what is that? And it was just crazy because they would really be setting themselves away from the class. Like, you have to get away from him students and sit away from them because they talk too much and he couldn't learn. And it was oh, like, you have this third grader who's telling you, hey, I want to learn and sit me over here in the corner and let me just do my fucking work so I could be done. And you're going to try to mold him into just to be slower or to, you know what I mean? It was just mm-hmm. like, that shit pissed me off. And I'm like, that's the problem. You're not, you're not having these kids be themselves and explore who they are and learn. You're trying to mold them into into what society says you need to be. Right, instead of them being the individual that they are. And I've always noticed, too, and I wish that um, more people would get on to it, too. Um, children are very spiritually gifted. Yeah. You know, um, they're, they're, their veil is thinner. They're their connection to the spirit side and other places is, is so right. easy for them to go back and forth. Right. That I wish that if, if we taught them that from an early age, think of the consciousness that they would have coming, Ooh. you know, coming into adulthood or, right. or pre-teenhood or teenhood. What yes. if they could connect onto that and get their messages from from their their guides, from their spirit team, from source, from wherever they choose to get their information from. Think of how we can change in just one generation right. if we started to help them develop, you know, if it was appropriate for them, you know, their gifts. Right, right. And what we could do for the world. And I think at the time, I think with Stranger Things, I think people are starting to, you know, think a little bit differently now about these things. We do have to take the fear out because fear isn't real. So with talking about Stranger Things, I just want to make sure that people... You know, that like that's just for entertainment purposes only. Right, right. But some of the attributes in the in the series are you know especially with the children i think are are, are a soft way of awakening people to it right and, right and if that opens the door to them to come to look at a, a dolores or or come to look and listen to your podcast or, or your right. facebook page or something and helps them to start exploring just raising their vibration right start exploring their gifts we all have gifts you know, what if we were to, to develop them? Right. We right. could just, I think that's what that new earth is, is just all of us, you know, doing, raising, right. doing that good vibration stuff and really right. just loving like we should have been. It's going to take people to actually step up to the plate. Parents have to step up to the plate. And that's a lot of the lack that I see. It's it's um mm-hmm. you, you it's, have it's to getting rid of the fear. We have to get yeah, rid of the fear. 
you have to be willing to address things. I work with the, with a lot of parents and their children, and it does scare them when their kids are like, oh, they, they're seeing this person by the bed. And it's like, okay, they're seeing this person. Well, let's let's see how they look. I had a, a one client whose daughter was, she's very artistic. So mm-hmm. she was drawing them very vividly of how they look. And I was like, yeah, that could be scary because if you're seeing them in certain aspects, um, it could be very scary the way that you see them. What are they doing? Are they hurting her? No. Okay. So they're not attacking her. They're not hurting her. They understand that she can see them though. That's why they're there. So you have to start putting some boundaries and teaching her to put boundaries up where she doesn't want them in her room. Create that to where that's her safe place. And I think people think like, well, if I see him, I just have to see him. And I'm like, no, I'm a medium. Do you think I'm seeing fucking ghosts all the time? No, because I've set boundaries to where I'm like, no, I have my business hours. When I'm off of my time, I want my time to myself. Give me that respect. And I've set those boundaries. People are like, how do you do that? You just enforce it energetically. You keep saying that this is not where I want to talk to you. Uh, Get your people to find me. And people are like, oh my God, I don't know how you came across my Facebook. Okay, you found me. That's how your people are getting you to me because I don't want it to be where I have to constantly be bombarded. Like I don't have spirit waking me up when I'm asleep. No, Mm -hmm. my room is off limits. And I think people have this misconception that if I open this door, all these demons come in and oh my God, I don't want to look at that. It's like, but your kids are already seeing it. And that's what happened when I was little. I used to see people in shadow form, scary as fuck. You know what? That's what I did too. And, and forever. And I still, and now it was funny because I went funny side story here. I actually became a baptized Jehovah's witness. So like a real one, not just, you know, like a real one. Right. Right. (laughs) And this was when I ironically started midwifery. It was so contradictory, but that was what my um, ex-husband's family was, was Jehovah's witness. And, you know, they had me convinced that that was demons. And, you know, I had asked for it to go away. I didn't want to see it anymore because those were demons. And then I realized it took years and years later that that was really just my gift. Right. That I asked to go away. Right. Right. Yeah. I never, I, I only realized that in 2019, in the beginning of this path. Me too. I, I was opening up my gifts and my dad came to me and he came to me in that shadow form and his energy was so fucked up that I was like, this is a demon and I was scared and shitless. And, but he was sitting exactly how my dad sat, the poise, the everything and out. And I just couldn't get that. Like my gut kept saying, it's connected to your dad, your dad, your dad. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. I was like, there's no way that could be my dad. You know, there's no way. But there were these other dreams and stuff that kind of just all came together and it kept having me go back. Like, like there's no way it isn't him. Uh-huh. And then after healing and, and going through a past life regression and stuff, I kind of got all the information to realize that that was him and he was stuck in some very shitty energy. But because of his belief system, he yeah. believed in this life that he was going to hell. He believed he was oh. this demon child. He believed, you know, he had a lot of shit on him. So when he passed. Well, I feel bad that he felt that way. I feel yeah. bad that people feel that way at all. Yeah. It that was, hurts my heart. You know, he, he grew up Catholic. Yep. His mom was very deranged. So she did a lot of shit to him. She did a lot of shit to him. And then my mom was Catholic too. So my mom 
even though my mom was spiritual, she didn't help the situation, you know? And I do remember even like times where they were doing seances, trying to invoke the demon out of my dad type shit. And it was just like, my dad actually was one of the most loving, you you could tell he had a loving nature because of how he was with animals. My whole life, yeah. he was, he always had an animal and he was always so loving to the animal. I never seen him aggressive to an animal. The only person I saw him aggressive with was my mom. So when I got older, it made me realize that my mom wasn't as innocent as I thought she was. She mm-hmm. wasn't the victim that I thought she was when I got to my teens. I realized that my mom actually was a instigator and she can press you and press you with some very harshness until you snap. And my dad had a very short fuse when it came to women because his mom beat him. So he had a very short fuse with women. My dad never hit me. So when I got older, I started to think like, wait a minute, my dad's never hit me. So he's not a woman abuser. Otherwise he'd be hitting any woman, you know, any woman that would be a thing. Why is it only my mom? So I would kind of question this shit in my head. Like this is the the, the mindset of me thinking like this doesn't make sense, Mm -hmm. you know? And and all the time I would see my, my mom, she did not do well with animals at all. So it was like, who's the real, you know what I mean? Who's the right. real one in this situation? So it made me realize that my dad actually was not who he was made to be believe, what he felt in his life. He felt he was just this horrible person that was going to hell, you know? And that's what he felt. He felt he was going to hell. And I'm pretty sure when he died, that's what came to get him were demons. Cause that's what he- that That's was what he expected reality. to see. Exactly. So that's what he got. So he came to me, he came to me quite a few times in a dream state and it was like, he wasn't supposed to be there just kind of looking at me, watching me. And it was just like, wait a minute, I see you. Hey dad, you know, why aren't you talking to me? And then he would just leave. And I'm like, where did he go? And then when I was opening my gifts, that's when he came to me. But I'm telling you, it scared the hell out of me until I realized like, oh shit, he's stuck in this energy because of his belief system. And because I was still new to spirituality, I didn't understand that. I didn't understand that that was what, what was going on with him. And so through the healing and stuff, I actually helped him kind of released from that prison. You oh know, yeah. He hasn't worked through all of his stuff. He still sometimes comes with a lot of remorse and stuff to me. He's um, still healing on the spirit side yet. Yeah. Yeah. But he's not in that place where he was, you know, in that Yeah, he's not stuck in between the spirit side and earth. Right. Yeah. But if somebody would have told me that as a kid, it's just a spirit, it's not a demon, that would have been better, you know, to not think I just got a bunch of demons around me. But, they, but then where would the fear be? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I just feel like with more, we can, we can have fear, but it's like the more we can um, help our children grow, they can experience these things through other things, you know? Mm-hmm. Not understanding your energy, I think is very important for a child. If you're, you have this light, this beautiful light that these like darker souls are coming around for your light, right? Not bad souls, just the, the, the ones that are caught. If that's your gift, Oh, I think someone should tell you. My One of my grandsons has the same gift. He sees the dark shadows and it does scare him. It scares him to see that because watching scary movies and things like that, it makes him fearful of it. And so I just talk to him like, you know, telling him it's not bad and, and getting him to kind of understand what would really, what you feel would be bad versus 
someone who's just caught in because the energy it feels the same the energy actually feels the same it's very harsh energetically but it's kind of hard to get him to kind of understand that yet but hopefully he'll kind of grow out of being afraid and understand that they're they're not coming around him to harm him yeah in Dolores's book between death and life she talks about this actually Mm -hmm. um and you can I have the I have the book here and um and what what happens is in in her um uh in her book let me see if I can find it here as I, I actually have all her books in my queue <laughs> they're oh, on my uh-huh. oh wonderful her books are just amazing I I learn so much from them um you know all the time and um so what she talks about is with these people who who die and you know they they're still they're still trying to sometimes it'll happen in a um a real tragic accident and they don't think that they've died you know so they're still trying to you know get back to where you know their life was they haven't seen their guide waiting to take them over to the spirit side yet right and then some are those who have died who are not you know their spirit guide is there but they think that they can continue to do work on on the earth plane mm. you know but they they just can't you know right. they they but they they're they see their spirit guide they know they got to cross over but they think they can still physically do that and they try you know they try to they go back to try to do their finished work or whatever and you know they'll eventually come around to see their guide who's there and then their guide will be like hey are you ready now you know, it's not going to work like you think, you know, you have to go, you have to come now. We have to go over this way. Right. You know, so these are just, you know, you know, poor people who are just, you know, they're trying to just, you know, they're trying to do their best, I guess, just like any of us. Right. Right. You know, you know, here on the earth plane, they're just on a different vibration, you know, right. than, than, than we are. And helping them to realize that, you know, you can't really get the things done here like you were in your physical form. You know, you have to go over to the spirit side now to be able to do that. (coughs) Excuse me. Is, um, you know, is something that I, you know, have had a few encounters with, with doing sessions with some people. And funny you said something about like um you know being possessed by a demon i did a qhht session this last sunday and um it was quite interesting because she this client uh you know thought she had had a past life with cleopatra and i was like oh interesting mm. you know a lot of people when you know think they'll say they had a past life with you know somebody famous and there's a reason for that too um right uh you know a lot of people i was gonna ask about that that's funny that you bring that up because i had a question about that but go ahead mm-hmm. and so i was like okay um let's let's go ahead and and see what you you know you know what's up she did in fact have a past life with cleopatra she was not cleopatra However, I have to go and do the research now because, you know, I do a session and then I get all the information. Then if it's something really interesting, you know, I'll go and do the research around it at the time, you know, especially with doing past lives. Right. Really interesting information about the um, the time in which these these people lived. Right. And so I'm I'm going back and she was, um, according to her, 
Cleopatra had um, a wonderful love for children, abandoned children. Mm. And she took a lot of them off the street and would raise them and stuff like that. And so her parents had died at a young age and, she, and Cleopatra had taken her under her wing before she was Cleopatra. Um, you know, big Cleopatra famous, you know. Right. And, um, and was raised by her, you know, in her home and everything like that. And she was even um, there when she married King Tut. She was at the ceremony and went traveling with them afterwards, you know, all throughout Egypt. And she talks about the three pyramids, the three spherical pyramids. She also talked of an antichrist when we got to the uh, subconscious. But as we were talking with the subconscious, um, I don't know how it came through or how I how I brought it out. But she had had an unwanted energy on her for years that she had been trying to get rid of when I talked to the subconscious. So the subconscious was able to tell me that there's this energy here that she has had for years. And, um, you know, I said, oh, really? I wonder what the lesson, you know, what the lesson and the purpose was for that. And it was really, really interesting. And they're like, she wanted, they wanted her gifts of premonition. Oh, wow. And so she had, as a young child, allowed this entity in to absorb her gifts of premonition. And that was originally, like, its plan was to take it from him. Wow. And she had been fighting this for a long time. And it was really interesting. I'm like, but she doesn't want that entity anymore, does she? Like, oh, no, we've been trying to find ways to get rid of it. And I go, but now that she acknowledged and said that she doesn't want it, it has to leave now, right? They said, yep, it's gone now. It can't stay now. Wow. She said it can't stay, so it just had to go. So it's gone now. Wow. And so when she woke up from the session, it was crazy because she looked, her face looked completely different. I was looking at a whole different person. Mm. And later on, and you know, and I, and it just as I tell anybody who I have a session with, either Soul Speaker, QHHT, or even just a simple past life, um, you know, session or meet a spirit guide session, you know, that, that, that part of your brain, that mind's eye, that, that veil is thin, however, it, you know, it equates to you or resonates with you, um, is, is going to allow information to come in for, you know, a certain amount of time. So, you know, be ready for weird synchronicities, dreams, somebody to say something that just goes, what did you say? You know, something that gets you. And she was okay. And they go out to go do some shopping later and stuff like that because they're here visiting. And her husband calls me up. What did you do to her? <laughs> I go, I didn't do anything. She goes, she's just, she's so light. She's so, he, he's like, like, like something's gone. And we didn't talk to her. We didn't, you know, I, any session you have with me is absolutely private, of course. Right. So I can't go and, and say anything that happened in a session with her. I'm like, well, you have to ask your wife, okay? Right. right. <laughs> you know, you can't ask me. You know, even though we're friends and family, you know, you can't, I can't, I can't do that. You know, if, if she gives me permission, you know, to chat with you, you know, we all want to chat, fine, whatever. But you got to ask right. her, you know, that, you know, this is, you know, 
what happens in a session is, is, is extremely powerful and is extremely just that person's information. So yeah. you know, we're very, very careful to, um, you know, allow that. So when I talk of these sessions, we use, you know, things that don't, you would never know who this person was ever. <laughs> right, right, you know, right. when we talk about our sessions. So right, um, right. I just want to put that out there as I'm talking about a session. <laughs> Unless it's your session, you don't know who. <laughs> yeah, right, right. You know, in this, you know, when you're telling a story, this could be, right. you know, anybody. Anybody. <laughs> yeah. And um, he's like, you know, just to watch the physical change of her of, because there was something there that was draining her energy. Right. And she had no clue no clue at all but her higher self did and that's what made her higher self come and have a session and that's Mm. why we've talked about having a session forever but it never had happened and then it finally happened because it was finally ready right right you know and it's you know your higher self will never do anything to harm you it will never give you information that you can't have or you won't understand within time you know that or that isn't appropriate for you right and i think that that was just the most appropriate time and place for it to have that information where she was you know ready to receive it it's so true remember we kind of i told you about like mine and where i was only almost a year into my spiritual path like awakening my my gifts and stuff so i was only a year in almost a year in so there was so much that my higher self was like she's not ready it's not time and i (laughs) didn't understand that at the time i was like man she's a bitch like i wanted to know this stuff like why weren't you telling me this stuff but now you know years because sometimes integration happens over years Mm -hmm. um integrating after any session so you you're definitely going to be getting things along the whole path that are going to come and be like oh shit that's what that was you know that's why i couldn't know that that's why i wasn't ready for that (laughs) that's why i'm for that I was extremely humbled by the universe about two months ago. <laughs> and and it's just, I have to laugh at it, but at the same way, I'm very, very grateful for the information. You know, the proverbial glove slap across the face, right? Right. And so I had, I had put my husband under just for fun because we were bored for the weekend. And I'm like, he had, he's to this date been my most difficult subject to um, put under. Um, you know, he has lots of things that had happened into his life and his subconscious is, you know, very guarded subconscious. Right. And um, I'm allowed to talk about all of his stuff. He doesn't care. <laughs> got permission. I have permission. He knows this. <laughs> and um, he ended, I ended up getting into a really interesting past life with him where he was a warrior at Hadrian's Wall. And which is really interesting because like um, his religious views, you know, if you want to use that word is, you know, he's Pictish. So, um, uh, um, oh, what is there? I'm going to forget it all now. Um, like, I, you know, like a Irish, Scottish, you know, it's a, it's a religion of, of those types of people. Like the Celtic? Yeah, like, like Celtic type, you know, okay. um, Norse. It's more with the Norse, Norse. tradition. Okay. Um, so like Irish, you know, Scottish type stuff. And um, he got so, he was such a great subject that when he was in this, like he even got a Scottish accent. Like it was no longer my husband. It was this warrior that was fighting in in this war like he was fighting for his life he was moving he was like he was 
in it. And I was like, this is really cool. <laughs> you know, because, you know, as QHHC practitioners, for us to get somebody who is so good at trance like that and right. become that person, it's right. like a live storybook in front of you. And here I am with the ability to go anywhere, just ask the questions, right? right. And so we get through with that past life and I get to his subconscious, which I had not been able to reach in previous sessions. Um, however, when I had put my son under, I was told to do something or I didn't do something. He had to do something unto which that he did. And then our next, our next session would be successful. So that's a whole nother story. Um, and so anyways, we get to his subconscious and, you know, we're talking and I'm trying to get information, but it's a very guarded subconscious still, though allowing few information. And I was trying to get some info. I was just trying to get maybe information about something else, just not regarding him because, you know, he's guarded. So I'm trying to go in through the back door. You know, let's let's ask about one of his kids. Let's let's ask about me, something that, you know, he feels real passionate about, you know, and, and might let the guard down to where I can start asking about like his ailments because we were trying to heal something on him right and his subconscious just knew what i was up to <laughs> and he goes this is where i get humbled you know we're not going to give you any more information and i said that's fine you know um you know i'm very thankful for the information you know that you have given us today right um and that I am not as spiritually um, at his level, that he is well above me and that he is here to teach me. Oh shit. And I was, he goes, but you'll get there in time. I was like, oh, well, thank you. <laughs> You're and, like, well, damn. Uh-huh, and, and you know, like, you know, I've come a long way, you know, and I'm, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, right. you, know, you know, but for this soul and this energy i'm 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 well above you and uh you have to take your time and do things this way to get information from this source right and it was really interesting to be like you know no i'm only giving these answers out to a person that has the vibrational level of that and i'm like well i guess i'm just not good enough here okay thank you very much have a good day <laughs> I was like, ego shot down, okay. Right. And, <laughs> and I just, so we get him out of trance and I'm talking about it. And, you know, he actually didn't remember anything really. So I was kind of recapping it for him. And I'm like, and here's where you shot me down. Okay. Like just right. shot me down. You know, I'm doing great, <laughs> but you know, you're here. I have to learn from you, which I knew. Like I, you know, he supports me in all of my, you know, craziness that I don't think, you know, any, any person, you know, or not any person, I think it's getting more popular now, but you know, a lot of people would be like, you're going to go spend what on what to do what? Right. <laughs> you know, he's very supportive on, you know, everything that I, you know, that I've done and, you know, he's paid for it and just been amazing. And now I know why, because I'm, I need it. Right, right, right. <laughs> He's already there. Right. I gotta catch up to him. I, so. I believe that though. I do believe that. Like I know my, my, when I did mine, I was still very guarded. Like I was, 
actually very present for most of it. Like mm-hmm. I could actually remember a lot of it because I have trust issues. I still have very, yeah. so, I mean, I'm way better than what I was in 2020 though. I will say that. So if I did one today, it'd probably go a little bit better. And I am going to do one with you. That is one yeah. thing we will do is get the past life regression going. Yeah, um, absolutely. I think it'd be a blast. I think we would uncover some crazy shit now. Like, you know, two years, two years back. Like, I think I was very, my, my higher self really shut down everything. Um, and I think that was a lot of it of the either a lot of it wasn't time and I do feel like there was these pauses as if my higher self was consulting <laughs> right with, with your spirit team right it's like there, my higher self was like pause consult nope Wait, that's it's not time and it was just like wait what I, I need answers <laughs> and I remember right. you know being very present because I kept trying to answer and I couldn't I was blocked I, I felt like I was blocked I felt like I was I was blocked inside like I couldn't say anything because you can only answer the questions that are asked right and I was just yeah. like wait a minute I can't speak <laughs> Well, that's how you know you're under. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was trippy as hell. It was trippy as hell, but um, and it was beautiful at the same time because I got to actually see um, what was going on. I got mm-hmm. to visually see a lot of it. But I think that too of me not being able to just allow myself to truly be in there. So there was right. a lot of like, I don't know the exact time frames, like years and things like that. Like I didn't get that deep information. I got a roundabouts of what it looked like time periods but mm-hmm. not like like more deep and there's a lot of information but I think it just wasn't might need more than one session to get to yeah. take out all of it's like if you're looking to get more information about a past life yeah or say like even your subconscious like has some really interesting information because that's right. how Dolores got her information for the um doing all of her books. books right yeah but um like the convoluted universe books and the stuff with like the real right. heavy like metaphysics and real hard to understand concepts we're right. all from other people's subconscious you know when we get there you know and and um you know going through you know past lives is something that's going to be an old thing because right. we're getting rid of karma now and more yeah you can give them a fruit cup <coughs> excuse me and more and more people aren't going to past lives anymore. They're going into future lives or they're going back to where they're from source or as ETs, you know, because the um, the DNA download is happening for us that are staying here and following to the new earth and helping right. usher the other people in. We're, we're able, our bodies, our physical bodies are able to withstand the frequency change and the downloads that are necessary for us to stay here as we transition to the new earth. You know, it's a slow transition. It's been happening for a while. Um, but, you know, if you can't, if you can't physically, if your body can't physically handle that frequency adjustment, it has to just see it from the spirit side. That's all. So, um, you know, being able to uh, remember your sessions is just because your DNA is is being downloaded, you know, and and being upgraded so that you're able to, because you're supposed to remember that so that you can be aware of in a conscious state, you know, what you needed to know. Right, right, right. Right. So I do I think- believe what I got from that session was what I needed to know at that time mm-hmm. from what I was going through 
um, where I was at in my path, I think I got a lot that made sense because I've had other kind of sessions that have brought up the past life has come up again, but different aspects of it. So right. for me, I, I do, we don't get the whole picture of past life. There's no way, there's no way for you to get a whole past life in one regression. It's just, you know, a general, if you, it's so hard because, you know, being under for two, three hours is a lot actually. It is. And it's hard on a body. It so is. So like when we start doing, like when we start getting to that three hour mark, I start going, uh, I know we're getting some juicy tidbit information and I'm going to ask the body if it's okay, if we can continue, you know, or, you know, what needs to happen because you, it's always up to the client, you know, what, you know, what they want. And if they say it's okay to continue, then, you know, okay, we'll continue for a little bit more or until, um, you know, until that they, they want to stop. But really when you're, you know, two to three hours and you know that when you're out, you're not moving. Like most people aren't moving, you know, your body is laying in one position like that for two to three hours, you know, it's, it's getting tired laying in that position like that right. for that long. When I got up, I felt like I had been like running a marathon. My body felt like it was zapped. And I was like, holy shit. Like when I was trying to get up, I felt like I was waking up. And it really, mm-hmm. my whole body was like, I, would, I was so tired. Afterwards, I literally was drained from the session. From And it was about two hours. I oh, yeah, we're putting you to hours. sleep, <laughs> basically. Uh, you know, it's the craziest thing. You don't think it because you, you're kind of in it. So you're not really, you know, aware of it, but yeah, you do feel it. It definitely is uh, mm-hmm. something on the body afterwards. So you're definitely yeah. not going to get it all in one session. There's just no, no way. And that's why, like, um, if I know that I'm going to work with you again, or you want to work again um, with a QHHT, we have um, a, a keyword so mm-hmm. that all I have to do is just say your word and you'll start going into trance. We don't have to go through the whole uh, induction again, even though the induction isn't very long to begin with, um, right. uh, this just cuts it down to half. And so, right. you know, we're at that state in half of the time than, than just like a traditional induction, which is only about 20 minutes anyways. Right. <clears throat> but once we have that all established, you're able to get, uh, get, get right there and start getting your information pretty quick. And so the people that I work with multiply, like my son, um, he's my, my greatest, my greatest client, my greatest subject. He has been very gracious on letting me, uh, he was my first one I ever put under (laughs) and he was 15 at the time, ironically. Um, and it has helped him immensely in school and his life and everything like that. Um, I really recommend it to those, those struggling teens. You know who what's my purpose what's my path why am i here i hate everything and everyone you know it's it's one way i think to really help them find their path and help them understand some of the i don't even use struggles anymore lessons that keep um you know popping up for them Right. I think it, it, I think it would definitely for the parents that are struggling because I was the, the 14 year old who almost commit suicide Yeah, just from feeling so alone and so out of place. And like, I didn't belong here, you know, Mm -hmm. and, um, because you don't know why you can't pinpoint it. You can't understand why you feel what you feel. 
all you know is that you just feel this either missing link or missing piece or you know what I mean you're just right all this information and you feel so out of sorts and so I do think for parents that are just like you know what I, I we've tried everything else and this is what I tell people you've tried everything else why not try alternative medicine why not try metaphysical um, medicine why not go the extra route and try it what's mm-hmm. what's the worst that's going to happen what you know, like it, it can't hurt might help. Definitely. You know, and I think that's the greatest thing. You know, we've um, doing this technique in QHHC and even Soul Speak, which mm-hmm. is just a little bit. Um, it's like a, it's like a sister course to QHHC. Right. It's you know where we're not putting you into trance, but we're still contacting your higher self. We're still getting messages. We're still getting the answers that you're looking for, just in a little bit different way. Because some people aren't comfortable with the idea of hypnosis, but are still wanting right. to learn and still wanting to get the messages. And so I think this is a great way to introduce them to that. And then they automatically just kind of want to know more. So then QHHT is next. It's kind of funny how that works. Um, A lot of people get stuck in the, I don't want someone messing with my brain. And it's like the self part is you're going into it, which I like, you know what I mean? It's like, no, you're going into it. You're very aware. And I do try to tell people because I've done it, you're very aware. So your higher self is definitely not going to let anything happen to you it's oh, right. to happen. So your higher self will shut it down real fucking quick. <laughs> well, that too. And, um, you know, Reiki, you know, practicers and people, just energy workers in, um, in general know about, you know, the white light and the protection of the white light you know and you know we're very very careful to make sure that we have protection through any and everything that we do you know so that nobody is harmed mentally or physically you know by doing anything that we do and that you know any information that is gathered is here to help you and is not to be detrimental in any way you know it's just to help your higher self and get the answers that you're you know been looking for right Right. So I think if people can just put that into a different perspective, you know, um, you can really, they could really have a lot of different uh, modalities of healing, you know, available to them. And that, that isn't just westernized medicine. There's many ways of healing, not just QHHT or soul speak or anything like that. You know, we've got, um, I've recently been hired by a local naturopathic doctor um, here in um, Oklahoma. So I've been working out of uh, her office, you know, seeing clients for QHHT and soul speak. And it's really neat to see how when you have information of having another practitioner there, the, the higher self will go, hey, this body does need something though. You know, it needs this, this vitamin or this, you know, whatever is needed. And right. um, sometimes you do need a little extra something. Your body does need a little aiding and healing. You Sometimes you do need to detox. Your higher self will tell you what is needed to heal. If it can't do the healing instantaneously right then and there. Um, sometimes that happens so it'll it'll go into the collective and be like hey there is a person who knows about what's going on with you and this is where you're going to find them it's going to point you somewhere to whatever you need to go to get the help that you need and it'll find whoever it is and it'll get you there right right I've, I've done some amazing different 
techniques with different healers and I've learned something out of each one. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I've learned something and I not not one of them. And I say not one of them. Can I sit and say, oh, that was a waste of time and money. Not one. Can I say that? Right. No, I, I think that's really important that we keep an open mind about those things, too, because there is just no one right way. You know uh, what I do, what you do. It's not just that's not just right. the way. Right. You know, all of us together. These are all gifts you know um but that any any one of us can tap into you know there's no there's nothing negative about it you know we can all of us can do these things you know if we just you know if we just want it if we put it in if we put the energy saying that this is something that we'd like to do to help somebody right we're going to be able to find the energy and the connection to do so as long as it's for our higher good you know and 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 that's our purpose right you know anybody can you know achieve these things and i think that's what sets us aside from western medicine is that you know what western medicine is a lot of authoritarian only a select group of people were elites you know you you know the authoritarian because i did this type of schooling you must listen to me i'm the expert of your body right um that gets me a lot <laughs> i don't know if you can tell <laughs> just a little bit <laughs> um this puts it into the hands of the people right you know and who knows you better than you exactly take your power back yes how many sessions have i done i did a session with you and then three times that week we're all the same message and then i have to sit here and think i'm like okay so if i've had three clients this week who everybody their higher self is saying take back your highest womanly power take back your creativity take back take back you remember what you know remember what happened from before right. well if i'm having three you know sessions this week telling me to take back my womanly power maybe i need to take heed about some of this information <laughs> I love those cues from spirit when you have like back to back session. You're like, oh mm-hmm. shit, okay, I get the message. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, note take, no, note taken. Thank you. <laughs> I had to just laugh because, uh huh, because um, we had the the time the time issue, you know, with with yours and mine. So like, you're the last one for the week, so the third one and to be rescheduled. <laughs> I just had to laugh so hard. I was like, I get it. Okay, thanks. I love you too. (laughs) So, and so I started to look for places to apply that, you know, in in my life because I was like, well, right. You know, fool me once, (laughs) you know, shame on me. I'm like, choice. Well, now I'm on the third one. So obviously I've missed something. Right, right. <laughs> He's like not having it no more. He's like, okay. He's like, I'm going to go pass him off to a brother real quick. Okay. <laughs> Hold on one second. Okay. There we go. 
Okay. One of the things I wanted to ask you, because a lot of people get very scared to do remote healing. Um, There's a fear behind the remote healing. And a lot of people have this where you have to be um, in face-to-face, in person. And I know, of course, it's better, of course, to be face-to-face or in person. Um, What's your take on that? Or what can you tell people with remote healing that are not by you, but want to work with you? Um, I have, I definitely have the ability to do some remote, um, remote sessions. Um, QA, a a standard QHHT session though, must be done in person. Um, there are many of us practitioners. There's, there's some in every state. Right. Um, there's not a ton of us, but we're getting there. You know, there's a lot of us. So if you're looking for a QHHT session, um, you can go on to their site, which is uh, QHHTofficial.com. Look for a practitioner in your area. Um, if you want to come to Stillwater, Oklahoma and have a session with me, you're more than welcome to come travel here and come have a session with me. Um, sometimes I do travel if you are within, you know, if you can't travel and you're within a certain area of me, of course, I'll come travel to you if you have a health issue. and. You know, you're looking for some answers, you know, of course, I definitely love to be in people's environments instead of having people come to me. You know, um, people tend to be more relaxed and um, let go more in their own space. So I have no problem visiting people as well. Um, What I can do remotely are soul speak sessions. Um, those are wonderful to do remotely. Um, we could even do those over the phone even, or even through text, like whatever communication a person is um, comfortable with at the time. Um, I can do simple past life regressions. Okay, thanks. Um, simple past life regressions I can do um, on uh, remotely as well. I could do a meet your spirit guide uh, session or a... Um, uh, talk to a loved one who has crossed over is on the spirit side we can do them remotely as well um we can do what i call is a mini qhht session um dolores used to do these and they're a lot of fun Mm. and she'd take you into a simple past life we go and meet your spirit guide and then we go take you into the future into a future life of yours and this is about a a two-hour session there But what's great about that is um, it gives you a little taste of what a QHHT session is. We're keeping it in the lighter levels of trance, but we're still able to get information from a past life, messages from your spirit guide, um, you know, and still get lots of good information, you know, to come through um, to get answers to your questions that maybe you've been having. And um, we can do those um, at one person, a group of a thousand, two thousand, a hundred, how, how many other people want to come in? You know, it doesn't matter. You know, we can do as many as you want there. And those are a lot of fun. Um, I'm by Oklahoma State University. So um, right after I had a session with you, I went and did a group of college kids in a dorm and that was a lot of fun. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So um, onto which those had um, come into uh, QHHT sessions. So a lot of them were like, I need to know more. I have questions. I need answers. (laughs) So it's like, well, let's see. Let's go find them. Mm. Um, So those are, you know, those are kind of the the services that I can offer remotely. And then, of course, in person. And um, I don't have it up there. Like I am like uh, somebody was telling me about doing life coaching and stuff like that. Um, I don't I will definitely sit here and listen to you 
if you need somebody to listen to you, you know, to somebody that has, you know, you, I don't have, I don't have a biased dog in your fight. I want your highest good. I want you to feel good about yourself. You know, if you need somebody to just be that sounding board to just, you know, I'm going to answer your questions metaphysically, of course, Right. right. you know, we're going to go through, you know, those things. Um, you know, we can definitely, you know, I'll be your BFF. You know, I'll be there to give you that hug. You know, I'll be there to send you that love, you know, and, you know, I'll be on your side. I think a lot of people just need to have somebody like that. And I know that in some of my dark times, if I knew that I had somebody that I could actually talk to that I knew wasn't going to go back to anybody to talk to anybody, you know, or use that against me in any way. Right. You know, I think I would have had a lot of different experiences, but I don't think I'd be where I am today. (laughs) True, true, (laughs) true. So um, all of those services can be found on my Facebook page. Um, And that is a QHHT and Soul Speak practitioner, Amanda Mahuji on Facebook. I will have your information for them in um in the description uh-huh. of the podcast of where to reach you. So I'll get oh, awesome. all of those things for you. So that will be in the description on on where to find you. Mm-hmm. Um what keeps you going as what you do? What what really inspires you and keeps you going? Because you've been doing this for a while. Yeah. Um <laughs> I'm insanely curious. I love knowledge. Um, I want to know everything. And that has gotten me great and bad results. <laughs> but the, I think the never ending want to know more. Um, and, and just, I think having just the, the knowledge of, you know, I, I probably would never do anything with it, but I just want to know. I'm curious, you know, and when, when, and when you have a client that, you know, comes to you and, you know, they've got this life and they're just telling you this, this, this great big, you know, thing that seems so big to them, it seems almost impossible for them to, to deal with. And like you sit there and you just like, well, I've got a ton of questions. Let's go. (laughs) Right. You know, but it is within those questions that the answers that they need are in there. So it's, it's the curiosity that keeps me going and the knowledge and the more of that, that maybe that somebody could, that'll help somebody, Mm. you know, just cause we're all looking for answers, right? We're all looking for something. Right. Everybody is. We're all looking. We don't know what we're looking for half of the time, but we're looking for something. We're told to be looking for it, you know? Yes. And, um, you know, I, I, I've come to you and I love, I love your Facebook page and, and, and the information that you've put out. And it's really funny that, you know, sometimes your knowledge has helped me on that day when you know you just see this this little blip of your whatever and you're like you know what i needed to hear that today that knowledge is something i needed to hear right and so if we're passing that on you know and we're helping we're helping raise that vibration we're helping people feel good right you know um i and if we're all feeling good and we all are raising that vibration there isn't nothing that we can't do right right you know we're unstoppable Right. And so if, if I can just 
get the word out there like you like you said get the word out there about what this is yeah. or anything or any modality of spirituality you know to where that we're starting to focus inward on ourselves focus do our work on ourselves which right. we know is the hardest work you know of all right um you know doing our own shadow work and <laughs> And and, and and to get and to get there, you know, to have that empathy, you know, for somebody who's hurting or to be able to share, um, you know, to share our triumphs, you know, to be there to have somebody to, you know, hold your hand as we walk down this path known as life. <laughs> right, right, right. You know, um, just, you know, just just that is, you know, to, the, to that maybe one day we don't have to hurt anymore. That's the goal. Yeah. And and that's what keeps me going is that we don't have to hurt anymore. We don't have to make ourselves sick. We don't have to make ourselves angry. We just need to let go and connect. Mm. And so the more people that do that and the more that we raise this vibration on earth, the more we're just helping. Right, right. So, you know, that's, that's what keeps me going. <laughs> Man, that is so true. Like that hits that, just that part. Cause what I've learned, one of the biggest things is that we create so much more suffering for ourselves and what we need. We stay in suffering and we don't need mm -hmm. to be there. And it's crazy. Cause even like in a session we did, which I've done many healing sessions, but I connected with the younger version of my daughter who passed. And um, like, even she said, you're being too serious. <laughs> it's like, yeah. <laughs> it's funny too. Cause when you talk to people who have crossed over and you've been mourning so hard and it's right. so hard, all right, I'm not, right. I'm not downplaying anybody's, you know, emotions on a past loved one or anyone. Right. And when they go and they contact them during a session and they're told to stop, I'm great over here. Cut this out. I'm, we're doing, this is planned. You don't understand this. I'm so sorry. Please right. stop hurting yourself because right. I'm not here anymore. Right. I'm doing more work than you would ever know right now. Right. And I have things to do. I'm going to be back. We're going to be back. Right. You know, just it was just my time to exit the play right now right. and when they hear that they're like what right <laughs> so it, it's almost like a part of their identity is taken away and they have to find right. themselves again you do and, and and that's what like i know grief hits i've, I've been through it you know i've been through it but mm -hmm. uh, yes we do cause a lot more suffering because we don't understand and and me I'm, i've had one of those minds where the analytical part I can't oh, yeah. make sense of it. So if I can't make sense of it, this shit's going to drive me crazy, you know? And I've had to work through that of, of, of knowing that there's things that I will never understand. There's things about this universe that I'm not privy to, and I have to be okay with that. And that's been yeah. a huge chunk of just being okay with that part that you're never going to get some of these answers that you want. Some of them you will in time, right? Right. But, well, and, and not on this side at all. Like, right. even on the spirits, you know, spirit side. Right. Like when we cross over, 
more, we only go to the level of vibration, you know, that we're at. That part, I'm glad you said that because a lot of people think that you go over and all of a sudden you're just elevated. And I'm like, no, you're not. You know how many petty ass past loved ones have come through on a, on a medium ship? Uh, a lot, more than none. Not everybody mm -hmm. is elevated and all of a sudden they know everything when they cross over. Some people are very stuck in the same energy that they left here with. Yeah. And it's yeah. just like, yeah, no, you're getting the petty person that left here, not the... <laughs> No, and then they just version. and then they don't, and then they, and then they just learn that they have to come back and do it again. True, true, true. Like I've, I've learned that because some, I when I was when I was first getting into mediumship, I was watching all the greats, and a lot of them are just like, yeah, everyone goes to heaven, and this, that, and the third, and I'm like, that doesn't sound right. I don't believe that, you know. And when I really started to go, I'm like, wait a minute, why this? The first thing this person is talking, I always reference this one particular spirit that the first thing they were like was talking about the shoes or the outfit that they had on in their you know in their um funeral like why did you put me in this outfit <laughs> or where's my jewelry and it's like what did you guys do with this person's stuff and it's like yeah there was a big fight everybody stole shit and it's like damn this spirit is like pretty pissed off about that and so a lot of people would be like holy shit you know I, I remember having one where the daughter her father came through and, and, and he you could tell he loved her and then as soon as she brought up the sister he was like kiss ass and I was like oh shit <laughs> like he there's, there's something there. Right. I was like, oh, oh, shit. And she started laughing. She knew as soon as I said that, I was like, wait a minute. What's up with the sister? You know, and it's just funny that, yeah, not everybody just goes. Like I said, with my father, he got stuck in his belief. He yeah. got stuck in that damaging belief. And he stayed there for a, a while because it was already about it was already about what, 13. Uh, no, I want to say 11 years. It was already about 11 years until I even got in my path. So he was there for for a while. And I don't know how long that feels on the spiritual level. I don't know if it's like a blink of an eye or whatever, but he was there for a while sitting in that, in that, um, in that belief in that darkness, you know? So when I was starting to wake up, there was a bunch of reasons on so many levels. Cause I've done so much healing with him in mm -hmm. spirit healing that we would have never done with him here in the physical. We would have never got yeah. that healing done. Yeah, the limitations of, of emotions and, and learning the lessons of them is is definitely what keeps us coming back. Right. <laughs> you know, you, like, think, you think, oh, I can, I can handle jealousy and anger and greed and, you know, all of these things. Yeah, I mean, let's go learn those. That's fine. 700 lifetimes later. <laughs> like real shit. When I look at my past lives and it's like how ancient times that was ago and I'm like fuck we just we have not learned the lesson no. I think I'm a lot more awake this life where I've been more at questioning everything in this life even when I was little so I think in this life of course it was like man we've done this way too many fucking times like we need to get it together this time like let's let's try to get it together you know I think all of us healers and light workers when we had our awakening and we're going through it and and sometimes like in our most like downtrodden moments are sitting here going I'm not coming back I'm not doing oh, this hell again. No. no, 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 no. What do I got? Uh-uh. This is this is the last roller coaster ride. I don't know what ties I got to cut. I don't know what contracts I got to do. I don't know what lessons I got to learn. But can you nope. give them to me now, please? 
Yep. I said some of these people will, will find somebody else to learn these lessons with. I forgive oh. you. I don't need to come back with you. <laughs> I learned it. Yeah. Or, or you know what? I just, I, I couldn't learn it. It didn't work. Let's tear up this contract. <laughs> Dolores, well, funny you say that too, because Dolores has a great contract on breaking affirmation. And that's mm-hmm. on YouTube. You know, where she tells you how you can break this, right. you know, this, this, the spiritual contract with them, even right. if they're already passed or, you know, you don't have to do it in front of them or anything. Right, right. And I was like, Right. Uh-huh. And, and, that's, and that's such a thing that no one really teaches you in the beginning. So in the beginning, I thought like, oh, my God, I have to come back with all these people all this time if we don't get it right in this life. And then you start to realize and, and start to find out that you actually don't. You actually can cut these cords. You actually can say, come to this kind of like a, a this like, you know what? I'm probably never going to learn this, you know, like, let's not try this again and actually be done with the contract and not like this is this, um, sentence for, for all, you know Mm. what I mean? That we will have to come back because then we're staying in a limited belief system that we have to come back and we have to try this again and we have to do it again. And I'm like, "Mm, I don't know if I believe that. I don't think I'm like, no, no, I don't believe that. I think, you know, I don't, you know, I don't believe that either. And that's not what I get from my clients either or what the subconscious says. I know that there's some people who are like hardcore, you know, on that right. kind of thought. <laughs> um, you know, from what my clients have said and everything that I've read in Dolores's books, um, you know, we choose if and when we want to come back. Right. You know, right. Um, we can stay on the spirit side however long we want. We can go, you know, d- whatever we want we choose everything is is our choice right what life we come into who is in our life who is our cast of characters in our play where our play is going to take place whether i'm old you know whether i live to an old age whether i die young whether you know i'm a starving you know indian child whether i'm you know i pick every circumstance and every person you know for my life i am in complete control right you know so I could stay on the spirit side and say, you know what, I'm I'm done now. I don't want to go back, <laughs> you know. Right. And and your team leaders, you know, your guides and everything can come to you, you know, after a certain time frame and be like, hey, I know you said you didn't want to, you know, but we have this mission <laughs> that maybe you would be really good for. You know, you don't have to take it, but. <laughs> We think you'd be really good at it. That's how they get you. You're like, sure. And Mm -hmm. it's, it's crazy that, um, like, um, I, I know that they, they even talk about you guys, uh, they teach you on a certain level, even the, the kind of, uh, development of a soul, the way the higher self comes Mm -hmm. through. Um, have you seen like the differences of the higher selves where it's a more immature soul versus a soul that's, um, I don't want to say more elevated because that's that's a shitty word, but like you could tell the a higher vibrational level. Yeah, where they you could tell the difference where one is like at a different level, a lower level of lessons and kind of very new towards someone. You could tell the the age of the soul that's been through a lot more. Uh, yeah, I know what you're getting at. <laughs> okay, um, we have all we have all lived hundreds and hundreds of lives because the Laura says we have to be everything to know everything mm. so you've been a molecule of, of, of whatever 
you've been the atmosphere, you've been the water, you've been rocks, you've been dirt, you've been trees, you've been animals until you get to humans. So, but where we all originate from, you know, is source. So are we talking earthly lives or are we talking lives all over? So that's where we got to start, you know, you know, we've, we've, we're not just here on earth. Before we came to earth, we could have been on another planet. We could have been ETs. We could have been anywhere else. Mm. So how are we addressing this soul? Are we talking on earthly level or on, uh, you know, the whole level of, cause you know, we're all created at once from source. So we're all the same age. We're all, you know, if age and time exists. Yes. Right, right. So um, it's just where they are on their vibrational level. So yes, there is difference. Like, um, hmm. like uh, Dolores calls them astroplanes, the lower, the mid, and the higher. So like, <coughs> excuse me. The lower astral planes are those people of lower vibrational something. She says um, people who um, have problems with addictions, very violent people, you know, things of that nature go on to lower level astral planes. You know, that's their vibrational thinking. Most people are at that mid, they're, you know, kind of awake. They, you know, they're trying to do good. They're nice people. You know what I mean? Mm. And then we have like our higher astral planes is where we have like the Buddha, the Jesus, the other gods, you know, those are, there's many gods, you know, many gods, you know, or, or people of a higher vibrational level, you know, and then, you know, we have source. So I'll think of them as in fact, you have your book, um, Soul Speak. Julia draws it in there. There's a drawing of it. So she'll, um, okay. there's a depiction of that. And so when we're, when we're tapping into somebody who just has, say, um, a lower vibrational, you know, life or, I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out how to word it. Right. Cause I think some of it sounds like shitty, like, Oh, my life doesn't have no uh-huh. meaning. No, it's not that. <laughs> right. Um, they, they, they're just getting the information that they need to process at the time that is appropriate for them. Right. And so that's just, and that's different for everybody else. Not to say that you're not any good. You know, everybody's making progress of where they're at. You just got to keep asking your higher self to learn those lessons, you know, to ask for them, um, you know, ask for the meaning um, and not, oh, just like not be so serious about them. Um, you know, there's, there's things called elementals that are, um, really interesting you know Dolores talks about them in her book Between Death and Life and um, those are people who are who, who live on very basic emotions and, and cause havoc and wreak havoc on earth um, we can go into all sorts of stuff um, and those would be a really good um, example of, of lower vibrational people 
um, some might not even have like a soul. They don't have a soul, so to speak. They are just an energy, like a an energy. If you have her book, read it. I'm trying to find it here as I'm flipping through. Yeah, I've had some conversations with some people asking me about that. Did yeah. I believe that everybody has a soul? And I actually don't believe no. that everyone has a soul. And I think what I call them pods. I think some people are just meant to play that space, but they're not necessarily the soul. And I don't really know how to explain it, but that's how I have felt. In QHHT, we call them backdrop people. Okay. That so, makes sense. Um, that makes sense they're just me. people who fill your play, like right. your backdrop right. people. Right. And um, so they're just, it's almost like a hologram. Right. And you can even go up and talk to a hologram. Right. You know, but it doesn't make them a real person. Right. They're right. just there as fillers. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's how I, I feel. I don't yeah. feel everyone has a soul. And I think um, just getting to where I am, I, I'm just like, yeah, no, I don't believe everyone has that, um, that soul. Uh, no, not not like what you think of like as soul right. soul. And um, oh, there's so much I could talk about on this. <laughs> but I would really just like, if you really want to know what Dolores says, right. is get the book Between Death and Life. Right, I am. And, I have all her books on my yeah. queue, actually. Because remember, I told you this is something I actually want to do. I'm trying to make space so I could actually learn it and go to mm-hmm. school and get the certification because it's something that I actually want to add to my practice as well. Because I think it's phenomenal. Um, I have a curious brain like you. Like I want to uh-huh. know shit. Like you know, uh-huh. I want to know shit. That's like my next session. It's like, okay, where else have we been? Show right. me some other shit that we've done. You know, um, let's go to that level. That's gonna be the next <laughs> regression session for me it's like where else have we been you're ready now like you're ready for the real <laughs> right, right. information that right, or, right. you know for the deep information to come right through. right I, yeah. I think that when the one I did, I needed answers for what I was going through at the time, which I definitely got those answers. And I saw some of the major aspects of some of the relationships I had with people that I have karma in this life and the lessons that we brought from those lives that we were kind of working out in this life. Um, and so I did get a lot of answers of even seeing where my first abandonment issue kind of came from and first fear of death and all of that stuff, you know, um, in this life anyway, I don't want to say first, cause then it's kind of assuming right, but this right. human life, you know what I mean? I saw where those things kind of happened. I was able to see where, where you go for myself. And I always say for myself after death of where I went and the space that I went, like I didn't go to heaven. I went to an energetic space. And for me, that confirmed what I believed that there was no heaven. There was no hell. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. There was energy, our source energy that we kind of go into. And so that was kind of my confirmation of, oh shit, I I knew this because I had been in this space in meditation. Mm -hmm. So it took me back to the place that I've sat in meditation and connected to. And I'm like, oh yeah. Okay. So that's my confirmation. And and meditation is so important. I think um, people really need to wake up to that point. Uh, Wake wake up to what, how important meditation is, what it is and what it does for us too. Cause look at the answers that you got from it. 
Right. And I, and I teach meditation and I actually do uh, Monday's meditation on my social mm-hmm. media. Um, and I actually do where I, cause I, I'm telling a lot of people have the misconception um, of meditation and what they think it is. And everyone's trying to shut off their brain in meditation. And that's of course, that's the wrong thing to do. Your brain's doing what it, what it's programmed to do. So you trying to shut off your brain is, is like the least important. It's knowing that your energy will shift in meditation. It's mm-hmm. the shift of energy. Let the yep. brain do what it's doing. Once yep. you get a, get into that higher self energy, you will shift into those other states. It's a yep. state of being shift. And so I have to, you know, not have to, but I get to explain this and kind of get people to see how easy it is to get in this state. It's very simple. If we, well, we do it, it every day, right. uh, all on our own. I'm like, you do it because when you're on the train, on the bus, how many people are on autopilot when you're driving to and from work? You don't even know how you got home. You're just Mm -hmm. like, oh shit. Was I even watching the road? And and actually it's just a four, it's just a level of trance. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And when you say that, people are like, oh shit, you do. How many times are you washing dishes and you're not there, but you're washing those dishes? Mm -hmm. It's because you've shifted. You've shifted. Your energy is shifted and you're in a different place. And so, that's how that's how we call it time traveling too. You can go anywhere. You just get more aware. It's it's becoming aware of what we're already doing. We've done it for so long. Daydreaming, all of it, you know, lucid dreaming. I'm I was a big lucid dreamer as a mm-hmm. kid. I still lucid dream now. I've known how to not manipulate my dreams, but I've I've learned how to become more aware of my dreams. So I'm very aware of my dreams of who, what character I am in my dreams. If it's me, if it's somebody else, I'm very aware of what's going on. If it's a message coming through or is it something I need to see for myself? So it's kind of trippy in my dreams now of just kind of working in the dream state. I love the dream state. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Absolutely love it. It's the state into which we can get um, all of our answers. Yeah. You know, when you, when you learn how to work in that state and also in a QHHT session, we work in the theta brainwave or the synambulistic level of trance, which Mm. is actually the, the state of you, uh, uh, of where you are right before you fall asleep. Yeah. It's where like, you know, when you're, you're, uh, laying down in bed and you're, you know how you replay in your brain, the thoughts of the day or whatever, the pictures come to you, right? Mm. As you're falling asleep. Right. I hold you right there and I get to all the pictures and the information. Right. So yeah, that dreamlike state is where you access everything. That's where all the information is. Right. What do you say to someone's like, oh, I don't dream. I don't dream. Okay. <laughs> Actually, I don't remember my dreams. Um, I say we all dream. It's a yeah. point if you remember it or not. Right. And it's funny that you say that because I literally do not remember. And I'm jealous of like my kids, my husband. <laughs> like my husband goes on epic battles in his sleep. I like, do he too. is living the life. Okay. And I'm I do a lot going, of shit in the dream state. I'm waking up like, damn, I was a refugee. I'm helping people. We're going through portals and shit. I'm like, damn. <laughs> right. You're like, I could be making money off of this box office here in my brain. I actually am. I actually am. <laughs> and I don't, I don't have it. I, I, I like live vicariously through my ch- Well, what'd you dream? Yeah, I think it's a part of what you're meant to do. I think I think that state or at least recalling it, it has to do with your gifts or your what your purpose is. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm a very artistic person. So writing, creating is something that I that that has just been me. So having that 
stay with me, I think there's a purpose to that. There's a reason I hold on to a lot of that and I'm able to recall it. And I think it goes along with whatever it is that you're, whatever it is that you're doing, or at least that you're meant to be doing, mm-hmm. you know? And um, it's funny too, because I'd recently worked on trying to remember my dreams more. Mm-hmm. And um, I have had, I've actually the last few months have remembered a few of them, which I can remember going a year, maybe having one or two dreams that right. I remembered. Um, right. So I guess the question to the, the answer to that question is, is that um, you don't have to be able to dream to be able to have a QHHT session or be or meditate or go into hypnosis or anything. Because I think people have some preconceived notions about what uh, our work is. And it, especially when we get into trance right. or any type of, of, of spiritual healing work, you know, that we're, you know, that we're doing. Um, they're like, well, how, you know, how do I know everybody wants to know how? I'm right. like, you'll know. <laughs> You know, I want I want more proof. I'm like, well, then you're still in a 3D world here, bud. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's those people, and it's kind of like I've been. I, I was kind of still halfway of believing, halfway of of like, now nah, I need more proof. And then I've really been pushed by spirit to go into the belief. Everything yeah. goes in what we believe, and more of sensing and knowing. So I've had to really get to this point of, of just trusting that I know what I know and trusting what I'm feeling, versus having that physical proof in front of me. Now I've definitely seen some amazing shit on this path, hands down. You know I can't move away from that. But yeah, you do have to get out of that space of you want to physically see this, and you want to, you know what I mean. You need more proof, and you need stats, and because this this area. It goes beyond this realm. You can't really say that with whatever, you know, all of these things that we're doing, especially in the metaphysical, you have to get past this 3D. You have to go past it. Um, Otherwise, you're not going to be able to tap in. You're going to get so stuck in wanting to see here and be here. And it's like, no, it's past that. It's beyond, um, which is the beautiful thing. But Yeah. And I think it's really important to, um, we, you know, all of us, we have at least one spirit guide. You know, some of us have a little bit more than one if we're having, you know, a pretty interesting life, you know, and our spirit guide may call in other ones, you know, if it needs assistance and they just, they're there to help us, but we have to ask them for the help. And once we ask them for the help, they can really, really work miracles, Right. you know, but we have to ask them for that. And when I first started coming onto this and learning about spirit guides and everything like that, and I know my spirit guide now, and I absolutely love him to death, and I am so sorry. <laughs> every time, like, um, every time I go and talk with him, um, his name is David. So my 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 spirit guide's name is David, and he's very much an old wise man. I don't know. I don't know how that cliche-ness happened right right and so when he came to me and I was I was like okay I need a physical you know I need to see something because I'm like that too you know I I, I practice medicine and you know I still like to see statistics I still like to see you know all of the numbers and everything because you know that's what works in my brain still a lot of it You know, the analytical part. Mm. And so um, when Dolores said to be specific about something you want to see so that you know that it would be them. Right. Excuse me. Ask it. 
And I was like, okay. Lo and behold, he put that sign freaking everywhere. <laughs> I was like, are you for real? Like, could I have been just oblivious? Like, was it really just there the whole time? But now I'm just looking for it, right? Like right. what, really, really? But it was so obscure. It was only something that I would know. Nobody else would know. Right. And here you are just bringing it to me. And so that, you know, from that day on, I think is when I really stopped questioning, mm. you know, his presence and right. their presence, the subconscious, the collective, um, you know, the higher self, you know, source. Right. I, I, I had to stop. I'm like, I have the physical proof in front of me multiple times. Right. Why am I going to keep denying it? Why is that my conscious mind trying to make sense right. of it so that I don't get the information? Mm. <clears throat> so I still now have those doubts. You know, you, you always, you know, that conscious mind creeps in a lot still. Right. And I don't think, I don't think in humans that we'll ever be able to um, completely keep that out. I don't. I don't know because it's hard yeah you know in my path I've kind of found I've been a little bit different where I didn't have the spirit guides but there was a purpose for it you know and then later on I read like you have them when you need them like they're there you know what I mean and they can switch and change right Mm -hmm. and in my path I was pushed to really connect with my higher self there's reasons for that um but I remember in the beginning feeling so shitty because me and a couple other ladies that were, were all in the beginning and all of these people are like getting these spirit guides and they have all these names. And I'm like, what the fuck? Where's my spirit guides? Because everyone was like, you have to have spirit guides. you got to connect with these spirit guides. And every time I would go in to connect, it would be my higher self. It would be my higher self. Like I needed to connect with myself. And so... I, I felt in the beginning, now I know there was a reason. There was a reason for, for me to connect with higher self mm-hmm. and be on that path and, and understand what that is and not get, um, because I needed to get my power. My power was not going to be in having the spirit guide do anything for me. Right. And I had to learn how to connect with self and be one with self and stand in that power. And that was the the biggest reason of the whys behind it was we needed to, we needed to be in this place to understand that, not just be like, okay, spirit guy, where are you? I need you. It was more of learning how to really stand in my own power. Um, But in the beginning of not a lot of people would say that. So it was very confusing in the beginning because you're like looking like, okay, where's, where's my assistance? Where's my help? You know? And I've been very connected to a lot of goddess energy. So that feminine power, that feminine energy, the embodiment of that has Mm -hmm. always kind of flown through me, right? So I think people just have to remember you. You're getting what you're supposed to get when you need it as needed. And looking at, like you said, the signs that are right in front of you, looking at those signs that are so huge in front of you, whether it be something that you like, something that you're into. You know, I was really called into Egyptian stuff and I really didn't understand why I was seeing pyramids. And even in my meditation, I was seeing all these hieroglyphs and shit like that and wasn't really understanding like what the hell am I seeing and why am I seeing this stuff but the goddess Isis has been very huge on my path Mm. she's been very huge like she's come out in so many of my healing sessions at that also 
as one of the main embodiments that that flows through me, right? And I've had Kan Yin and I've had um, Lakshmi is another one. So all of these beautiful um, feminine energy, which is part of the path also. So I think we have to like, sometimes I think sometimes a lot of people in the spiritual uh, field don't really promote that a lot to get you to just like, to just uh, see what's around you, become aware of what's tapping into you and and see what's like really playing around. So what was the sign that you saw with your spirit guide? Like, what was that thing that like stood out to you? Two quarters. (laughs) Okay. Just two quarters. And I said something obscure, you know, and I, I, I looked at me, I was sitting at the kitchen table and I saw two quarters sitting there. Mm. And before I know it, there's two quarters everywhere. Right. I'm like, everywhere? Everywhere. Right. You know, by the time the fourth time it happened, you're like, really? Okay. So now here is the eighth time today. And here's my husband coming home from, uh, coming home from work, empties his pockets out to, you know, put his clothes in the dirty clothes. Here's two quarters on the table. I was like, all right, I got it. Like sometimes it's that subtle, but so mm-hmm. powerful at the same time. Well, cause I couldn't think of anything, you know, they're like, oh, you know, well think of us sitting here. Right. So, huh? Uh-oh. Just sit with him, okay? Just sit on the couch with him. Okay. And um, so I saw two quarters on the table. So I was like, all right, fine. Two quarters. <laughs> two quarters. Right. You know, but that's what I asked for. It doesn't have to be like that. Um, I think a lot of people want fireworks. Everything is like, I want fireworks. And it's like, yeah, sometimes spirit is a little bit more subtle. Maybe it's not fireworks, but. (laughs) And I think, I think that's what we actually need to start getting the, the word out is that I think people, because they, they've watched too many movies. They, right. they, they have fantasized, right. you know, what spirituality is and right. what these works that we do are. Right. And it's great for TV, but then mm-hmm. may set some people up for failure when it comes to that, you know, when it comes when they're looking to this for these types of healing modalities. Right. Um, you know, yeah, that's some of the truth, but really it's a lot different it's right. a lot more emotional work than you than you think oh you know <laughs> feeling it is definitely a part of this work mm-hmm. feeling it and i think that that's for me i think it's a beautiful thing because when you get into the emotional feels of it um you can't come back you can't go back what you what you feel and know it just takes you to the next level and you just keep going and keep going yeah because you can't really fake emotions no you know like you can't like i'm sure there's people who can fake cry of course but you know for the the you know when you get somebody and you're talking to them you know barring you know any type of real issue that they have you know know, you were talking and you know you start crying about Uh something that emotion's real that is real you know and that's you know when i'm when i have a client under and we get them in the fields and they start crying Mm -hmm. you know you know they're under trance and you know and they're just they're just crying because they're just releasing so much right and you know you know you can't fake that Mm -mm. 
Then they wake up. Why are my eyes swollen and red? I'm like, well, you cried for a little bit. (laughs) What? I don't cry. I'm like, well. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I was never really a crier, but this path has turned me into a crier. And um, I think when you're not a crier, that is going to be every session. You're going to be crying in every session. And it's so that you can get used to being in that vulnerable space mm-hmm. and being used to allowing yourself to feel and 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 the release because you're so used to holding it in you're so used to like no 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 I'll go to my death before I let people see me cry <laughs> right and so they've caused their death because mm-hmm. of that right and um yeah no I've I'm I you know I have emotions I have I don't know, maybe it's just because we're women. Um, we have so many external locuses of control who are trying to tell us how we should be, act, mm. feel, you know, of what the the societal imprint of a woman should be at that given point in time. Right. You know, so I think that um, us women have a lot on our shoulders when it comes to figuring out who we want to be and what we want to be, you know, and being in our authentic selves. Mm. And um, that just, oh, great. I lost my train of thought. <laughs> I get what you're saying, though. There, There is a lot on who we're supposed to be. And yeah. um, like me, most women can get into their emotions very easily. Oh, yeah, there we go. Right? Mm-hmm. But for me, it wasn't because, of course, my parents were were very non-emotional. So... Oh, there you go. You got me on track with that now. Right, yes. right. Emotions. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, working with emotions, you know, because those, um, if we're not taught what they are and how they affect us, right? then, um, you know, how, how are we supposed to navigate them when they come up? Right, right. You know, and then instead of acknowledging what they are, you know, like, I'm really, you know, I'm mad. Well, what are you really mad at? Right. You know, but I don't want to talk about it. Mm. We've now made ourselves sick. Yep. And now you're wondering why you're sick. Mm-hmm. And well, it's really because you were just angry. Mm-hmm. And you didn't take care of that to begin with. You didn't address the problem, person, place, or thing. Right. So now it's still trying to get your attention and it's just knocking even louder. Right. Most of this came from the generations of what are you crying for? I'll give you something to cry about. You know what I mean? Like, so you had to shut it down. You couldn't process that. And, um, and I talk, of course, I talk about, of course, minority, especially in minority families. It's not a thing to talk. It's not, it's not a thing to talk about your emotions. You're shut down very quickly. I did it too, to my, to my kids. And then, you know, now it's a little bit different with my grandsons. Cause now I actually take that time to see, wait a minute, why are you crying? Why are you mad? And I did test this out. Uh, my grandson's nine. He was, he was playing um, this game with his mom and his brother. And he was 
the game allows you to take pieces from other people. That's part of the game. And he got so pissed off and mad because his mom and brother just kept taking his pieces. Every time they were on their turn, they were taken from him and he just shut down and he comes to my room. He's crying. He's pissed off. And I'm, you know, I tell him to breathe first. I'm like, okay, breathe. Cause you can't even tell me what's going on. So just breathe. And I'm walking through that and I'm like, okay, what's going on? And he's like, tell me my, my mom is and my brother is and he's crying. And I'm like, okay, take a breath. And I was like, okay, so you really don't like this game no because you're always stealing from me and i'm like all right let's let's look at this real quick they're actually the game allows you to do this right yeah okay so you don't like that the game does this no and i was like okay so breathe again because he's getting very irritated about it right and i'm like okay breathe again okay now so don't play the game no more if you don't want to play this game it's fine you don't need to play it and then he's just like and i'm like okay so are you really mad at the game or are you mad at something else and he was just like, I don't know. <laughs> and so he had just, he's really frustrated that he doesn't like the way this game is, but it came from something else mm-hmm. because he's going through a, a time in his life right now where, where his space is limited. So everyone's taking from him. You know, it, it really came boiled down to that and him blowing up in the game, you know? So I think I wasn't taught that. No one gave me those damn skills when I was younger. No. My parents did not stop to say, what's going on with you? Why are you frustrated? Let's talk about this. Breathe, release this, you know? It is only now that I see like how better these children are that even my daughter now stops instead of just getting on them and, and, and harping on them, allow them to express what's going on. Talk to me. Let's talk about what's going on within you. Don't just shut down on me, you know? Yeah, my my husband is uh, native. He's Ka, on roll, so I have, I have native children. Mm-hmm. And um, you can definitely see it in, you know, in his upbringing. And then when you talk to the to the older ones in the family, you right. know, um, especially, you know, him growing up in the South too. Mm. So let's put, let's put a, you know, another nail in the coffin here about that type of behavior. Right. And we've discussed a lot about this, you know, and the differences, um, you know, that he has had to face growing up and, you know, being a family, you know, being a minority family and everything. And, yeah allowing him a safe space to be able to decompress from that too. Right. You know, while still allowing him to feel heard about what wants to be done and, and how right. something should happen, right. you know, allowing him his space and his time to express that. But knowing that that doesn't have any bearance on me or how he feels about me, mm-hmm. he is expressing and actually releasing what those generational traumas Mm. and then we're able to discuss them and then we're able to parent accordingly because he knows that those were the things that he didn't like as a child you know and and going to school too you know of course you know i can only imagine right (laughs) you know i didn't have to deal you know i didn't have to deal with those types of things growing up and you know so he's got a much bigger backbone than i will ever have you know um you know he's a strong you know he's a very strong you know independent you know uh, a man um somebody that i definitely look you know look up to you know 
besides being my husband, you know, he is, uh, you know, a remarkable man. And, um, you know, him being native and growing up in those ways, you know, were, were, you know, they're hard. Mm -hmm. And and trying to change those patterns to Mm. even just take the time out to ask your child why you feel that way. Right. Is a huge step for somebody who has never asked that before in their life. Right. Right. Yeah. I did not do that with my daughter. I did not do that with my daughter. I was like, why are you crying? Like, like, uh, like, be quiet, you know, like enough is enough. You know what I mean? Like there was no, I had no tolerance and that's because of what I was shown. And so you just, you, you keep doing it until one day you're just like, oh shit, who's going to break the generational bullshit? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and those of us that do, man, we sure get some heat (laughs) (laughs) trying to put it nicely. It's huge. It is huge. Mm -hmm. It's not easy, but it's huge. And I remember one of my things was I would catch my daughter still doing those things where she was losing it or being irritated with them. And it's like, take a moment. You take a moment. Mm-hmm. Breathe. Come back. Why are you getting frustrated with them? And I, I see that with my older children as well, because, you know, I have adult children and mm-hmm. then, you know, well, I have tech kids, so they're all every age. <laughs> and, um, in my earlier parenting years, you know, where I was not as enlightened and I thought, you know, very much so the mindset of, you know, your parents. Right. Um, I see it in my 17 year old when he goes to correct, you know, a younger sibling. And I'm like, what just came out of your mouth? (laughs) What'd you just say? (laughs) And then I have to take a step back because that's where I knew I messed up. And I have to take, you know, I have to take, responsibility for that right so not only do you know i have to correct you know we have to correct the one who did the the one thing that they weren't supposed to i then now have to correct my teenager and then i now have to apologize because i taught you that right humble right it is very humbling to sit back and just like damn you know damn and and i love it to that extent though because it's so healing amongst the generations though if you can get to that point where you're actually taking that time to stop and acknowledge it and you know it came from you just you know what i mean and Mm -hmm. you're acknowledging it like okay but but now that we know let let's change this let's let's grow let's fix this let's do some healing with this let's take a moment and see how can we we better them because they're way in a better state than of course myself or my daughter you know from Mm -hmm. the generations and already with what we're doing is huge transformative in the dna you know yes yes and i'm thinking you know which is in the next generation or two here um we're going to see some amazing things. I think some amazing inventions, um, amazing rage in just collective consciousness. Um, I think people are going to start seeing the truths that they have been wanting to see because they're starting to ask for them now. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, um, and, and they're ready. And so when we're able to see that these children coming in, is our future Mm. 
like they're they're literally going to change this world like how important they are and how much they are needed they heard the earth's call of distress you know they they heard that you know it's going down you know we need we need new souls here new energy these these star seeds you know that have never come to earth before you know they're coming to earth now for the first time to raise this consciousness to help us come into a new earth and they are just pure beings of, of light and energy and i don't want people to look at these children who you think are the ones with add adhd the ones that won't sit right. still in the classrooms the ones that are running all over bouncing off the walls these are the most important kids do not sit here and, and medicate them and tell them there's something wrong with them. There's not one thing wrong with them. Nope. <laughs> nope. They are they are the upgraded, you know, version. You know, this is this is what we can only hope to be a fraction of what they are right, right now. Right. You know, and if we can understand that our future belongs with them, right. And treat them accordingly. Uh D- man it's just more of the raising of the vibration and, and, and the consciousness and it's yeah. it, it, it's what we need we need this as as a society as a community as a world i believe it you know what if we get everybody in a you know what if we got enough people in one space and mm. we you know we have the million man march why can't we have the million person spiritual awakening Right. You know, where we all come and we all put and we raise our energy at the same time. What can we do to deserve? What can we do? We do anything. You know? Just gotta get past the fear and the the more um, again, education. So a more mm-hmm. of people understanding and getting to that point. Because it's a very it's a very scary place to take that step, that leap out of what you know. And a lot of people get caught in the, their whole world crashes down because everything they thought was reality isn't reality, it's, right? Yeah. That's a hard yeah. shift. It's a very hard shift. I've gone through a couple identity shifts and that's been hard. Just to shift out of an old identity to the new one. Mm-hmm. That's been pretty fucking gruesome. <laughs> well, yeah, because you know, you have a day full of ups and downs or it's just down, 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 down. And you're like, well, after that, nothing's right. real time doesn't exist i'm just gonna go <laughs> you know <laughs> you're just like f it done <laughs> you're like fucking a I, i'm so done with this shit i'm actually this past couple months i've been going through another shift with with consciousness it's been rough it's been rough every one of them is rough it has not been easy at all but i'm welcoming it because i know we're good we're going to to where we need to be and it's going to be better but it's never easy it's Mm -hmm. not it's such it's such a kind of like and that fear starts to grip you because all you've known is this is what you've known so even though yes we got to trust and go to the next space it is very hard you get caught in these sections of transition you know and 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 dolores says too, which really helps me put it into perspective here when I feel like that I'm not doing anything right and mm-hmm. I feel like I'm just missing the messages you know and like I don't know what it is in my life but I'll give you a quick example you know how like you're picking up one thing but then all of a sudden something drops behind you mm-hmm. you know 
that, that seems to happen all the time to me. I don't know what it is. I'm picking up one thing off the floor, two other things drop on the floor. I'm like, what is the message? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, uh, oh, that's, that's just, that one's been getting my go lately. I'm going to get all sidetracked off of that. It was, I, cause we had gotten, um, I had ordered a brand new, we got a brand new mattress for our anniversaries coming up. So my husband's like, well, let's go get a new bed set, right? Mm-hmm. Go get a new bed set. And so I'm sitting here, I'm like, what a great opportunity. Like I have my altar in my bedroom and everything like that. Right. I'm going to just take everything out of the bedroom and I'm going to super mad clean, right? I'm going to scrub the wall. I'm going to do like the once in your cleaning, like right now. <laughs> right. And I'll be darned if I wasn't dropping everything off the floor and I have a baby in the sling and I've got like three hours before these guys come here and I'm like, why was I thinking that I could do this? <laughs> and everything is dropping on the floor and it's right. always like that. I'm like, why is everything dropping on the floor? Can somebody right. tell me why everything's on the floor? Yeah. And so I'm constantly dropping things on the floor. And now I'm going to forget. I have to, this is terrible. Now I feel like Dolores. She's always like, I forget what I'm talking about. <laughs> it was probably the first adult conversation that I've had in a few days. <laughs> it happens. It happens. My you brain know? gets very sidetracked a lot. But that's where you were talking about like the kids. And I'm like, that we're, oh, we're just, that's yeah. the way it is. You can yeah. access so many different things in, in such a little short span. It's like, ooh, mm-hmm. there goes another thought and another one. Mm-hmm. My thought ADD just goes, <gasps> I'm having a conversation with somebody who loves the stuff that I do. I've got a million and ten things to say. Right, right. You, you were, you were just referencing how the, how when you're questioning, questioning, and then you know, I, I do get frustrated with the universe, and I'll just say that because sometimes mm-hmm. I don't get the messages, and I start getting irritated. Like, why can't it be more plain? Like, why can't it be more like? Can oh. you just fucking say something? <laughs> yes. Now I know what you said. Perfect. Like Dolores said, it wouldn't be, you know, this is a test here. You know, if it was a test, if we, if we had all the answers, it wouldn't be a test. I know. It still irritates. That that was the whole point. And I got sidetracked about that whole one comment. Oh, now I feel like I'm getting to be an old lady. (laughs) It gets irritating. I'm like, come on. Can it be a little bit more like cut and dry here? Mm -hmm. (sighs) Mm-hmm. You know, but no, no, no. Because it wouldn't be a test if you knew all the answers. Mm-mm. No, and I and I and I do sometimes want all the answers, and I know that's not the way it works. And so I think that's the the irritation. You know, mm-hmm. we want to be at we want to be at the end game, but do we really want to be at the end game? I don't know. No, if we really it's the journey. Get. It's all about right. the climb, right? You know, because get to the end, and what's the fun in that? Uh, well, the fun is in the journey of getting there. Kind of and, appreciate it, right? Yeah, I've been reminded of that a lot over the years of, uh, you know, when I'm trying to do something or trying to do something new. And mm. you're, you're so frustrated, you know, because you want to be good at it, too. But you realize that you have to learn. So you know that you're not going to be good at it. But you want to you want to know everything about what you want to do. And you want to be good at it. And you want to be right. praised for being good at it, right. you know. And then you get there and you're like, oh, I'm there. Well, what else is there now? Right. <laughs> bored. Yeah, you're bored. And I think that's what, you know, definitely what happened when I did my 
uh, my first level of QHHT and I was so excited about it because I was really called to do that and really, really wanted to do it. And when I was done and I did my first session and I was like so excited, but at the same time I was like, I, I need to create another journey. Yeah, yeah. I feel you. I've learned so much that I can possibly learn. And I keep learning different modalities because I I just love that. And you do. I don't I am someone who gets bored. I am someone Mm -hmm. who doesn't like repetition. So I like doing just different things. I don't like to do the same thing. It doesn't, that doesn't make me happy doing the same thing over and over and over in a sense. Like there's some things that, yes, I constantly do over and over, um, but I like being able to do the different types of things. Mm -hmm. Um, If I would just was like, if I was just doing tarot reading, that would drive me crazy already. I would have been done. I would have been like, yeah, I mastered that. Okay. What's next? (laughs) Yeah. And that's how I felt about midwifery and, you know, um, you know, and, and doing home births and stuff. Um, you know, after 19 years, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to say that, you know, I'm, I'm semi-retired. Right. <laughs> you know, right. um, I did everything I wanted to do with it, you know, and I, and that I, that I set out and, and, and had my goals and my practice and, right. you know, did everything I wanted to. And I, I was like, I need an adventure. I need something different. Right. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love midwifery and delivering babies and you know, and working with women and, and families. And I love babies. I mean, oof. Yeah. that's, that's a hard one. <laughs> you know, the, um, I feel, I felt for the longest time that, uh, you know, I was very, very called to, to have to deliver these babies. That was, a, that was a calling. And I felt that it was cause I knew that I'd make sure they'd be safe. Right, right, right. You know, I knew that I wasn't going to do anything that didn't need that that was going to harm them. Right. And, you know, or, you know, or their or their moms, you know, or their family. Like I knew that I could talk to them to make sure that they had the 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 best birth possible for their, you know, for their setup in life, you know, and and now it's like, you know, you've, you've worked enough with that. You, you've done enough, mm-hmm. you know, um, uh, time to start working with, you know, something else. And right. after, you know, trying to wanting to be a doctor and, and doing that for many years, well, you know, try, you know, going to school and then be, being a midwife, um, th- this is, this is the best way to help people. This is where you help people at their core, right. not just, not just shoving, you know, a script down them. Right. You know, this is where we're going to really heal. This is where we're getting to the, the, the nitty gritty of it, the, the exact point in time and reason and why it happened. Right. You don't get information like that being a doctor. No, you don't. What you do is a game changer. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. It really is a game changer because once you do... Um, I don't care if you do this soul speak or the past life. Once you do that, there's like really no going back. It, it's really going to be a game changer in your life. You're just like, wow. Yeah. And um, uh, I, I, I hope that 
uh, you were able to use some of the tools, you know, that I was, uh, that I showed you to be able to apply them, you know, in other areas of your life so that you can continue to work on yourself with those tools without necessarily having to connect with a practitioner. Oh yeah. I, you know, my thing is, um, I always want to try stuff. Mm -hmm. So like a lot of stuff that you do, I, I do. Right. Cause I've learned yeah. it and, um, and it'll stick with me. It'll be something that I use with clients. Mm -hmm. It'll be something in some way or shape or form. It will come out as something that I can use. And in, in even with myself, um, but I love just testing stuff. I love being that what's soul speak. That's different. Let me try this because mm -hmm. I like to be able to tell my clients I've tried this. This is what I went through and it works. You know, I don't ever want to be like, okay, I want to, I want to send you to this person, but I have no idea about this. You know what I mean? Like I, I right. have no idea. I can't tell you. And a lot of the people who, especially what we do, they're putting your, they're trusting you. A lot of people that of course come to me do have trust issues and things like that. So if I refer them, they're like, okay, she refers them. I respect that. Right. Why she's referring. And I like to be the one in the seat. Like I've tested this out. So I've, I've had a session. I can tell you that it was something that was very, very huge in shifting with me, you know, mm -hmm. and even myself, what I tell people too, is that, um, even myself of a healer, sometimes you need a facilitator sometimes oh, absolutely. To, to get past your own ego, mm -hmm. you know, I absolutely agree with that. And um, I, my husband is my sounding board because, you know, he's more spiritually involved <laughs> than me. And I always remind him of that too. And I have like, you know, a spiritual question or stuff like that because, you know, he had spent many years, um, he teaches astro projection mm. and has worked in different meditative states, you know, and has, um, you know, taught these things to other people, you know, for over a decade. So I make a, a pretty funny joke when I have a question and I say, Hey, master, <laughs> my spiritual master, I have a question. <laughs> I love that though. <laughs> and, and he just gets this little smirk on his face and it's the cutest little thing when I say it, you know, but, you know, but I honestly value, you know, his information, but you know, it's, it's just how it works. Right. I love it. I love it. I definitely love it. I, I am someone who's like willing to try like these sessions, you know, oh, yeah. because I feel like what's the worst that's going to happen. It, and, um, <laughs> you're going to get information, you know, no matter what from a session. And if right. people are like, well, I don't want to be wasting my money or anything like that. Right. I go, well, you everybody's you know i'm worth you're worth your time i'm right. worth my time right um you've already spent money and energy on other things right what's any different now right you know because it might you know it might help it really might you know if you want to tell yourself that if we're talking it might help because you and i both know it helps oh yeah that's why i clearly say there's mm -hmm. not a session that i've ever done that was a waste of time or money and right. some sessions have been pricey but when you look at your self-development your own self-development oh. 
that's where you get it. How much are you worth? (laughs) Mm -hmm. And that's something I had to realize in the beginning too, because we're, we're coming from this 3D reality of, I'll spend more on my car than I will on my own health. (laughs) Right. People will spend a couple thousand dollars on a car, but won't put it into their own self. They won't spend a hundred dollars on their own therapy session. No, that's too much money. Oh my God, that's too much money. But you will fucking go deck out a car. You will invest in a home. It's the way that we're taught. And again, it's education. We're not taught to see that we're valuable. We are valuable. We are worth the time and effort and to spend that money on self-development. And I tell people, no, it's not that every session has been free. I've been very lucky on some of them that are, that have been, and that spirit blesses me, you know, Mm -hmm. but there are some that I've paid a pretty penny for, but everyone was transformative and I took away something and I learned how to apply it for myself and for others, especially being a healer. It's been, of course, that stuff is, is there's no price on that. And I tell people, you're willing to spend money on this, but you're not willing to spend money on yourself. You want to change, but you're not willing to go there. You're not willing to save that hundred to put towards you, but you, you, you know, you're buying a thousand crystals. Crystals are not going to save you by itself. No. no. So you have all the fucking crystals in in your house that you spend all this money on. Right. But is that going to change your core issues? No. No. Not unless you put in the work. Uh -uh. You can have all the crystals you want, but they're pretty rocks at the end of the day if you don't know what to do with yourself if if (laughs) I I was saying this to someone because I didn't understand that again I think in the spiritual community there's a lack of knowledge a lack of people truly teaching what what you should probably be looking at in the beginning, especially in the beginning when you don't know anything, right? Oh, there's a lot of people that take advantage of you and take your money. Man. (laughs) And I wasn't taught that in the beginning. It wasn't until last year, early last year, I had a session with a shaman in uh, Sedona, Arizona. I went, I did a a spiritual retreat and Mm -hmm. I took a a couple people with me that came with me and we did some um, sessions with a couple of the practitioners over there. Beautiful shaman. And he actually had me put a crystal in one hand and he was like, how do you feel? And I was like, okay, I could feel the energy. And he had me put one in another hand and I didn't feel anything. And he's like, okay, so, you know, we're going through the session and he was like, you're blocked. And at the time my heart chakra was still so blocked. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you can't access this stuff if you're blocked, if you're still blocked in certain areas of your healing. Um, And you have to know that you have to go to someone and someone helps you open this up for you or identify what's the issue, what's going on, you know? And then we kind of looked at how dense my energy is, my body is, physical body being so dense. You know, there was things about myself that I kind of figured but didn't know. And sitting in that session with this practitioner opened up a lot of things. Again, everyone that I've worked with has been so phenomenal and so different. Not one of the people that I've worked with have been the same. Yeah. Not one. No, and, and even QHHT practitioners too, we're all different. Right. You know, we, we have the same process and we all use the same process, you know, um, you know, to do a session, but we're all different people. Mm-hmm. And so and, and so that's really important that like we look for who um right. who we get with, you know, who's on our vibrational energy level, who you know, who you click with, right. you know? And so when you're going through and looking through these different ways of healing, you're going to find who you need to find. 
you know, it, it, to rate, you know, to help raise your vibration, to do your healing. When you start asking the universe, you know, for healing and help, they're going to put you who, where you need to be. Right. You know, and, and with who you need to be with. Yep. <laughs> and once you start asking for that, man, here we are on a podcast. Like real shit. <laughs> <laughs> this is how it works. This is mm-hmm. how it works. So I think going just. Don't be afraid to invest in yourself. No, it, there, it's it's not a waste. And that comes with the, the knowing that if, if you can take your money for all the other outside shit, that's not going to make you happy at the end of the day. I say it all the time. We know rich people that have blown their brains out. How many of them have killed themselves? Mm-hmm. Money's not going to make you happy. It doesn't help. Sure. <laughs> you know, yeah, but how much would you pay for peace of mind? Me, I'm going to the. I, I, me, I'm going to continue yeah. in this. In this, what I feel and anything. Now I won't say anything, but spirit knows what and who to bring to me. It's kind of mm-hmm. like we we've opened that channel um, to where um, I I will get that and be like, okay, this is something that I need to do. This is this is a session that I need to be into. This is something that I need to experience. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it correlates with exactly what I'm doing as who I am and putting it into real time. You know. Yeah. Absolutely. I had beautiful, beautiful tips and things in the way that you work with. I had a beautiful time um, in the session working with you. Um, And like I said, it, it was it was really huge for me because that is that healing that I've been doing with that 15 year old and my first daughter has been something mm-hmm. ongoing and that was such a, a perfect moment to just be there and experience that part of it um it, which really stuck with me because that was needed so needed well I'm glad that um you know I was able to you know be there with you for that because that was really nice to see too mm-hmm. um you know with every client that I have to you know a little healing is done with myself as well right and so um i've learned a lot from you too um i you know i love the work and the energy that you put out there you're a nonprofit, and you know all of the work that you've put into the spiritual community and education <laughs> um it's no small feat and i think that people need to um definitely remember that too you know for us who are trying to put the work and the word out there you know most of the most of the time you know we're there's no reward for this there's no payment at the end of the day right you know and you know we're putting a lot of time and energy out there and you know i just want to thank you for you know what you've done to help raise you know the consciousness and you know just help people feel the love and that's you know that's just my heart out to you (laughs) yeah That's the goal. Um, and I do, I have to get you at least as a speaker or something in Healing Beyond Humanity. Um, we'll have to talk more about that and see oh, absolutely. what we can do because I do think um, what you do is phenomenal. And um, I, I, I always talk about past life. I, I don't think there's ever a time where I'm not talking about the regression in the sessions and just uh, what they've done for me on a, on a um, personal level. Mm-hmm you know, on a personal level. And so I do believe it. I do believe in stand by the metaphysical healing. Um, oh, yes. I actually have so many people that are stuck in their physical issues um, that I'm hoping they can start to cross over, you know, mm-hmm. and start to put that time and effort into working through those physical issues and seeing where's the core, the core issue that connect to it right where's the emotion let's get down to the bottom of this so we don't have to deal with it anymore right 
Right. Yeah. <laughs> and just, it just, ha- I, and I really want people to understand that the only thing that is true is love. Yes. Love. And, and once you understand that you are loved, you are nothing but loved, you know, and to open yourself to feeling it because a lot of us feel like we're so alone. Nobody loves us. I can't do you are loved. Yeah. You are loved more than you will ever know by everything that has ever been created. Right. right. You know? So, you know, remember that, you know, love, everything is for love. It is definitely, a, um, it's definitely one of those things that, that we feel so disconnected and reconnecting um, is huge, reconnecting to that heart space. I'm a heart space person. I'm a heart space worker where I've learned that that heart space is everything. Getting in there and staying in there and feeling that love, um, it, it, it's changing. It's really life changing. It's healing. Um, makes huge mm-hmm. huge um, and I think that's just more of what we got to do we got to keep getting into that heart space and and letting people know actually by the time this airs I will have already done the next series in healing beyond humanity which is shadow work and, and um, mental and ego so going into mm-hmm. shadow work and working with some facilitators on that and then I don't know what the next series will be in October I don't know. We'll kind of see where we're going um, and just giving people tools and stuff to kind of keep making the changes. So mm-hmm. I love it. Um, I know we're, we're um, damn near at the three hour mark. I, I know you've got things to do. I don't want to keep you too much more. That's fine. I've enjoyed our time here and I, it's nice. I always have a great time talking with you. We had an almost three hour long session because we just gabbed so much. <laughs> I, I think it's just that, you know, like um, you, you just find when you find someone who's similar in, in the way that we're we're thriving on that vibrational level. It's just that it's definitely not work. You're just vibing. Right. And mm-hmm. so that is what it is. Um, and I do respect what you do tremendously. So, yes, you will see me probably it'll be probably 2023 when I do the past life regression with you mm-hmm. um, because I got some things that I got to do that spirits already told me that I have to do first but um so we will be doing that past life regression though nice it'll be very very cool for us to to tap in Mm because i'm like let's just make different shit (laughs) well you know a little bit of everything can't go wrong right right and knowledge is power so the more knowledge you have the more you're able to take back your own power right i want some secrets i'm like no higher self this time we need some secrets we need some gems (laughs) we're ready Mm -hmm. well Well, you never know and you may need that little bit of time to be able to uh get that information for yourself yeah, because I'm I'm scheduled to do ayahuasca in, in October. Oh, so I'm doing nice. ayahuasca in October. So that's yeah. gonna be a huge experience that I've been being prepped for. Um, so yeah. <laughs> I'm looking to get into the metaphysical circuit here. We have a few things in Oklahoma City coming up that awesome. I am trying to network and have um, do some speaking and do some demonstrations. Um, like I said, I just got hired on at um, uh, what's called Aquarian Healing Arts here in Stillwater, Oklahoma. Nice. And um, 
trying to do um, some stuff to promote uh, them as well. They, um, Dr. Julia Fetter is a certified naturopathic doctor um, doing wonderful, wonderful work here in our area. Um, but you know, in Oklahoma in the South, we uh, were the buckle of the Bible Belt. <laughs> so, um, you know, yeah. there's a lot of people who are just waking up right types of things right so getting the word out there and just trying to get as much exposure as possible right um and just get you get the education get the knowledge out there right yeah that's all we can do Mm -hmm. let's keep spreading that love and opening up yeah Um, so looking forward to definitely working with you you know again in the future and you know just um, I, like I said, I love your work. I love you as a person too. I, you know, I love your energy and everything. You know, you really, you, you catch my attention. That was the goal, right? <laughs> <laughs> that was the goal yes. all along. <laughs> yes, yes, it was. It, you definitely got my attention, and you know that worked. So you're doing something right. <laughs> I thank you so much for coming on. We are definitely going to do some, some, some more stuff. I will have all your uh, information, like I said, in the description of the podcast, your, um, your information, which we are on Apple, Spotify, and Anchor. So all of them will have the description of where to find you should um, they want to work with you. And I'm definitely going to be collabing with her um, with the nonprofit, you guys. So we're going to definitely get something um, together to just bring it because I, I do think it's a, um, a beautiful thing the other uh, the lady I did my past life regression she actually is not doing it she got called to do something else which is more on a galactic kind of I've not gone oh, to that side of the galactic stuff I've not gone gone there yet so I'm not there yet but she's definitely she's been called to do some other stuff which is pretty cool nice. um, I don't know how available she'll be to work with uh, right now but I did interview her when I was doing my morning show that is on the YouTube channel if you guys want to go check her out okay that interview on um it's in the playlist if you look under the playlist the morning show i can't remember which one it is but um go ahead grab one she was there so again um i'll i'll go ahead and end this any last words to anyone um um just uh my inbox um is always free um facebook is just the easiest way to get a hold of me i have instagram too um but I'm old. Facebook is, you know, what it is. I have a TikTok. I'm learning how to use that. My 11 year old daughter has to show me how. Right, real shit. My daughter's always doing my TikTok for me. I'm like, Can you. Uh- so I'm learning how to use different, you know, social media platforms. Right. Um, but you know, um, if anybody has questions, um, and no question is ever off limits. You know, uh, knowledge is in every question. Um, Feel free, hop on my uh, Facebook, um, you know, on my practitioner page and feel free to ask, you know, a question, you know, message me. Um, you know, for the most part, if I'm not seeing clients, I'm I'm at home. Mom, you know, my husband works in the oil field. He works full time. You know, I'm home alone a lot. And so I, you know, have, I answer a lot of questions, you know, for friends and family and stuff like that. But, you know, just, you know, feel free. If, if this is, if questioning me, you know, if it, giving me a question is what starts your spiritual journey and you get to raise your vibration and, and find your purpose and your happiness, I am more than happy 
to answer that question. Right. All right. Thank you so much again, Amanda. Um, as always, you guys, sending you so much love, so much light. Until next time. Bye.